Warning, the following audio contains various high fantasy Dungeons and Dragons adventures, which can include foul language, strong ale, highly suggestive situations, and extreme fantasy violence. You have been warned. Hello and welcome to the Pen and Paper Pod. We're back, gentlemen. How are you guys doing this week? Free falling. Fantastic. I just heard that on the radio. How yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. So we're going to be adjusting things as we go. We just ha- I had my first ever OBS crash like two minutes into this. So I'm sorry, we're starting three minutes late. Uh, I don't know why. Because you're too high def, man. It, it is. Too much. I think that might actually be what it is. I switched out my camera for a high def camera. So now you can see me in HD. Uh, you can't see those fuckers in HD, though. I'm not going to do that. That's too much work. I'm just kidding. We would uh, crash the internet with cuteness. We would. You especially, Ed. Look at look at your beautiful face. All right. Goddamn adorable. Sure. Uh, <laughs> anyways, yeah. So again, we're joined this week with our villains of uh, who have been uh, who have joined, or more importantly, co- been coerced into joining Dark or the Demon Army Remnant Knights. Uh, I'm joined here this week with Trevor Flynn playing Scree, the Kinku Rogue. How are you, Trevor? Hello. And of course, we're joined here by the ineffable, the beefy, the tasty Chuck Angus, played by Edwin Reyes. Uh, Chuck Angus is, of course, a barbarian. I forgot to add that bit. Yeah. Naturally, it's assumed. Yeah, it's just assumed at this point. Right, 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 right. Yeah. His actions speak for themselves. If you're gonna, he has class, though. If you're going to be a Minotaur, you really just should be a barbarian. I mean, trust me, trust, take it as a guy who played like a Minotaur paladin forever. It was... I'll be a Minotaur cleric in one of these games, and I will enjoy it, sir. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, uh, of course, also we're joined here by Tanner, who's playing Ash Fallbright, the half-elven sorcerer, and the guy carrying most of the combat. How are you, Ash? Well, I'm doing good. My back kind of hurts, though. Okay, all right. From carrying us? Yes. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. well, you did. <laughs> we're going to physically see what happens here now, too, because I'm going to I got a little bit of a recap and I'm going to let you guys kind of join in here uh, and see if you can we can do our uh, name thing and figure out what your guys missions. Uh, so you, I, we told you at the end what your mission was at the end of the last week. If you can uh, name your mission, you will get advantage for this session. You guys ready? Oh, yes, I'm ready for this time. All right. So previously on the pen and paper pod, our heroes has finally escaped the void prison and were coerced by Lord Venom on the Bangarang into joining the Dark or the Demon Army Remnant Knights. Uh, They renamed it themselves, of course, because they really gave him a a real good schooling lesson on how to do proper branding and acronym use, which I got to give you guys. You didn't do any of that like crap where it's like you use the first two letters of one of the words, which is just like if you're going to do an acronym, just do an acronym. Him. Don't fucking do that. Doctors do that all the fucking time. And it drives me nuts. So don't do that. Uh, sorry. Clearly I was touched about that. Uh, anyways, so uh, our uh, heroes are now aboard the Bangarang after a nice night's sleep on a flying skyship. Uh, you guys have woken up in the morning. You went and got yourself from Kimberly the Cobalt all your geared up and you guys got a long rest and you got your spells restored and you got, uh, I think you got one... Uh, um, I think you got several health potions and a, you got a diamond. Yeah, you got a diamond so you can guys do a revivify spell. And uh, of course, at the end of the deck, uh, he gave you through each a magic item. I believe he gave Scree. Uh, he gave you a whistle, an eagle whistle, which allows you to fly uh, for as long as you can have your constitution modifier, I believe, because it's how long you can blow the whistle. So uh, and then he gave uh, Chuck Angus 
did he give Chuck Angus? I forgot. I don't think he gave me anything. He did give you something. He gave you a blue potion uh, that you don't know what does what it does. Right. And he Give told me. you to use it if you came into a situation with what? To a situation that I couldn't get out of? No. He told you, so no, uh, for Chuck Angus this week, no advantage. He told you to use it in a situation if you got into a quote-unquote dick measuring contest with a frost giant. A dick measuring contest with a frost giant. How did I forget that? I was I was about to say I was actually kind of shocked because I literally said dick measuring on air and had to stop a second to ask myself if Twitch was going to allow that to happen. But whatever. Anyways, uh, so yeah, I I don't know. I really need to read those terms of service one of these days. Dick measuring contest with a frost giant. Now I can't wait till I get into a dick measuring contest with a fr- frost giant. Otherwise, I can't use this item. He then also gave Ash Fallbright a ring of Featherfall. Uh, what did he suggest uh, was you were to use the ring of Featherfall for Ash? Uh, for like first descending when we jump out of this uh, fine boat. Gotcha, gotcha. He had a specific name for what he would call it. It was similar to a halo jump. Is there a pass option? It's cool. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> oh my! Was it that? No, no, it was not. It was called a half jump or a high altitude low feather fall, which I thought was super clever. Sorry, I, I'm, I'm just realizing all my straight lines are just missing you guys, and I'm so bad at this. I'm sorry. Can I'm looking over here that? and realizing I have no notes. I don't like barely. I don't know what happened last time. I How trash I mean, were I, we as a collective last week? All right, all right. Well, I was taking notes. I just took shit notes. <laughs> it's fine. I'm gonna give you another. I'm gonna give you all three uh, a Jeopardy round, guys. Uh, between the three, I'm gonna. Well, I got to get one for trevor first uh trevor he gave you the eagle whistle obviously uh why uh so again that's more of your backstory which is why you got it he also gave you a dagger uh that would allow that would spin and would uh show the direction of the greatest number of orcs close by so it'd work like a compass when you sit it down flat on the ground why did he give you this dagger because oh, he's really nice and 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 uh, knowledgeable and um, cute yeah, too. No one said like, that. <laughs> worms in our heads is really nice. Uh, wait, was it the was it Zelix that yeah. gave me the dagger? No, no, no. It's all of these gifts from Lord Venom. Yomak. Yeah, Lord, or, Ven- oh, Lord, uh, Lord Venom. Yeah, Lord yeah, Venom. Yeah. Zelix did not give you gifts willingly. How about that? Mm-mm. I don't know. All right, guys, let's go ahead and uh, let's go. Yeah, we're straight for three. All right, right, real quick. No inspiration for us this week. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Uh, Anyways, what? uh, So why did Lord Venom, what did he send you to do when he dropped you off on the boat? What was the goal of your mission? All three of you can work together here. Uh, We have to find. We're going to Orc Watch. Yes, we have to find the Orc leader to, to make connections and say we want to help him. We need, we're helping raise his army, right? No, we need a weapon. We need, like it was a, an ancient weapon. Oh yeah, he has an ancient weapon of evil that we have to go get, but they yeah. are not expecting us. Yeah. So we gotta convince them that, like you know, 
Okay. Give, give uh, us this weapon. Yeah. I, I, I Join us. We've had enough pain. All right. Anyways, <laughs> so I'm just joking. So he's, he's dropping you guys off at Orc Watch, which is a, uh, a, a, a far, it's kind of a, it's the most northern part of the country of Bavonia, uh, the Duchy of Bavonia. And it's, he's dropping you off. It's the Orc Watch is like the ancestral home or seat where the Knights of Bavonia will defend against Orc invasions from the north. Uh, and he's sending you up there because the city of Grumon has recently been conquered, forcing the orcs to flee into the mountains uh, towards the ancestral home of the frost giants at Jotun. Uh, so they've been attacked multiple times by the military from Camelon and the Knights of Bavonia. He's dropping you off at the village of Orkwatch to make your way north so that you can go to Grumon and attempt to make contact with Halfdan, the orc king, uh, who you guys know to be a half orc, which is a really weird thing for a half orc to be leading the orcs at all. So uh, you guys are to make contact with him and to try to secure an alliance between Dark and his army of orcs. But also at the same time, the more important mission is to collect an item of great power that he holds, uh, something that was previously owned by the Demon King. All right. You gents ready? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're free falling. So, <laughs> the previous session, you gentlemen uh, were thrown unceremoniously from the bangerang as you guys were sent off the deck of your flying ship. We were under attack, weren't we? You were under attack. You could actually see here on the stream we have an image. Uh, Kimberly's throwing it around, and uh, there's griffins coming out of the sky. So, multiple griffin riders, and in the different distance, you can see a two-masted, so it's kind of like a two-hulled ship, like a two-hulled sky ship, and it's almost like it's like has like griffins and like a roost along the edges. You see griffins taking off from the deck of the ship and it's a, it's, it's like a much larger ship. And from the side of it, you can read it. It reads the indomitable and it's coming towards the bangerang and they have a much less cool name than bangerang. Uh, but it's, it seems to be launching griffins and they're swooping in. And from the deck of the ship, you see a massive adult silver dragon take off and on its back, a knight in shining silver armor bearing a massive green lance. And they are all in a flight of griffins and dragons and well, just one dragon and they're taken off and come towards you. And the bangerang is swinging around as he throws you unceremoniously from the deck over a giant frozen lake. And you guys descend, begin to descend, uh, forgetting of course that he gave you the ring of feather fall to get you on the way down. Uh, but of course it requires a two minute and eight hours and a long rest to attune to. Uh, so you guys are now free falling. What do you do? I'm gonna start. Uh, I'm gonna start using the, the ring of feather fall. Like work, work. God damn it, work. Okay. work. Make me an arcana check. I would like the record to show that Chuck Angus rolled a crit in our our acrobatics before the stream. Okay, does me nothing now, but I want the record to show I had a crit tonight. My God, <laughs> I don't think you've ever had a crit on stream, have you? I think I did once. Yeah, like three crits last time. Oh yeah, no, yeah, you own last time. You fucking, you fucking made. Did I have three crits? I believe I survived like three crits. Yeah, you did. Uh, hold on. So you got fucked up. Such is life. Yeah, unless there's something that you know that I don't. There's no way to properly attune to this magical spell without triggering it that you know of. Ash. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like Crescent, like. Lord, uh, Lord Venom, as I'm following, like fucking piece of shit, get me the fucking race of wrong worst ring in that. <laughs> uh, uh, Ed and and Trevor, what do you do? Um, I guess as I see that he's having trouble with the ring that's supposed to have us down to safety, 
I suggest we like all hold hands and do like an actual like like ring to like slow slow us down ever so slightly until we figure out an actual plan instead of just free falling. Sorry, I just turned ourselves. the music on to everybody on the stream. I forgot there was no music playing. It was super awkward. But now we got the wind howling and whistling, hopefully, that you can hear. What's our soundscape? Wind howling? Yeah, well, it's a frozen frozen winter, uh, frozen nice. wasteland, and it's also some a battle music. So I got some battle music going so you can hear it. Cool. Um, cool. Some battle music going. Um, I can't hear any of that. It's okay. Might as well fall together. We've done everything else together. Woo! I, uh, I'll reach out to their hands, I guess. Uh, guys, is there and nothing else you think you can do? Or are you just gonna fall onto the frozen ice below? No, I'm gonna uh, use the eagle whistle. Okay, cool. So you are able to activate the eagle whistle and begin blowing and slowing your descent. What is your carrying capacity? Uh, thirty-four and a half pounds unencumbered. So no, that is your total. You can push, drag, or lift three hundred pounds. Oh, nice. Yeah. So the question is, can I hold on to... You cannot. Because yeah, you're, you're carrying 34 pounds. Uh, Chuck Angus weighs 300 pounds. Ash weighs 190 what? pounds. How dare you? And Scree weighs 75 pounds. It's a lot of beef, man. Come yeah. on. You, you beef? Yeah. So, and yeah. also... It's uh, lean cut. Chuck Ang- Also, Chuck Angus is carrying 132 pounds of gear, and Ash is carrying 56 pounds of gear, I believe. I don't think I should be carrying all that much gear. I will throw shit away. So I can't, I can't lift you, Ash, either, right? You cannot lift either of them. You could probably try to d- uh, blunt their descent unless you wanted to give the ring to somebody else, because your lifting ability would be based on your strength score. I know this doesn't make a lot of sense, but it's how the eagle whistle works. Okay, Hold on. Ash, you have a... Th- a, an attack that you can take an item and throw it with like gusto at people, correct? Yeah, but it's only one to five pounds and it can't be worn. That's fine. I will. I have a bunch of stuff apparently that I can just fucking give you to chuck at things. If you chuck it at a couple of those griffins and get them a- around to us, we can maybe grab us some griffins. But it'll also make people aware that you were on the bangerang. Also, the Griffins are probably like a half mile quarter distance. Uh, quarter mile yeah, and distance. we're uh, nine. What is it? Nine point eight meters per second, right? That still applies in this in this world. Yeah, probably running out of. Time. You probably got about. You probably got about maybe eight rounds until you hit the ground. Considering that you got six six seconds per round. Well, shit. Oh, that might be enough time. Well, um, eight rounds. Because mm. like we can hang on to him. And his whistle, and he could try and like soften the blow. Uh, do we have well, anything to like? Hold on, all right. one of us. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you. You, you can have. You get a. Uh, you can take get the whistle from Scree and use it yourself, Chuck. Since you can carry more things. Ooh, is if, that if, how that if works? Scree, if Scree is willing to use it or give up with it for now. That is correct. Uh, Chuck Angus is carrying capacities 540 pounds. All right, we could do that, and I believe I have. Do I have a tent? And in, in, in all the shit that I have, I, do I have a tent to try and like... Chuck Angus doesn't need... He just needs to put the whistle in his mouth and then he can easily lift all of you guys together. As we fall to safety? No, you fly. What's up? All right, if we fly to safety, that would <laughs> seem like the best course of action. Hold on, no, 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 hold on. Let me, let me do the math here real quick. Sorry, I haven't done the math. 
So Chuck, Chuck has 540 uh, lift capacity. Uh, screen. Because I am swole. Chuck is holding 155 pounds. This is again. I will chuck whatever I need to chuck. Scree is uh, 25. So Scree is 110 pounds with all his gear, and Ash is 190 plus 56. So he's 146 pounds. Uh, so yeah, that is uh, the wow. Watch me do math, guys. Jesus Christ, what did I sign up for? Um, <laughs> yeah um so it's uh, 11 so one, six, seven. you know if you just say we can do it it makes it a whole lot easier yeah, on US. so at all the weight combined would be 411 pounds that would be within his carrying capacity uh, sweet but but let's also go ahead and uh, take a look at the uh, eagle whistle real quick here. Uh, oh no, he's he's trying to be technical. He's trying to be technical. I'm not trying to be technical. I just I'm just like I, uh, I I'm really glad I I gave myself this out. By the way, <laughs> um, let me find the eagle whistle. Actually, I wasn't I able believe... to find it. And also, this is a second campaign in a well, not second campaign, second session in a row in which we start the game in immediate peril yeah that's probably going to be a theme guys <laughs> immediate peril <laughs> i i have no uh i don't know i'm, I'm not gonna yeah it's not gonna get better than that uh yeah eagle whistle sorry let me find it yeah here it is okay so uh, when you blow on the eagle whistle continuously, you can fly twice as fast as your walking speed. You can blow the whistle continuously for a number of rounds equal to five plus five times your constitution modifier, which Chuck Angus's constitution modifier is three so that he can blow it for 20 uh, uh, for a number of rounds. So he can blow it for 20 rounds. Ooh, and twice my walking speed is 80. So you're going to have to begin blowing the whistle as close to the ground as you can. Because it is, uh, so it's, it'd be 20, so it's... It was probably like thousands of feet up in the air, I'm guessing, right? Right, so, so you're going to have to, you're still going to have to time this, and I'm going to make you do the math, because I'm doing all the math over here for some reason, and I really wanted to give you guys a math puzzle. Um, well, you're the one that knows how to eat. You're the DM! Works. Hey, I, I, there is an in-universe reason as to why I didn't have to f- the, the retcon that you guys were able to attune to the Rig of Featherfall. So I'm sticking with it! <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, you can blow the whistle for exactly 120 seconds, Chuck. You can blow the whistle for two minutes. Okay. So if you wait to fall at the last minute, you'll be able to blow the whistle. You'll still land in the water, but you'll be able to float you guys to the ground. No problem. It's frozen water, though, so it'll still hurt. It'll be cold, yeah. Wait, I thought this was a frozen lake, so it's ice solid, is it not? It's partially frozen. You can see some water by the shore. So it's like ice flows, right? You know, like solid thing. Exactly. Yeah, I'll I'll update the picture so you guys can kind of see what I'm thinking about. All right. So two minutes, which means I have to do this. How many rounds before we fall to our death? Because mm-hmm. you said, how long is each round technically? So like- you can, yeah, you can go blow the whistle for twenty rounds, but if you fly flying downward under your own power would take more time than falling because falling's for free 
flying so, downward under our own power would take more time than I feel off. like if I'm flying downward, so, it should be I've got an a, easier like descent. I gotta be I'm just let me, let me I I'm, I'm trying to fuck with you, Trevor. You're fucking with me? Yeah, I'm not trying to fuck with you. My point is, this is one of those things where 3D dimensional D&D combat does not make as much sense as it should because they got to put rules on that somehow. So, yeah. I'm willing to do the math problem. I just need a variable here. Like, how long is it going to take us to get to the ground? Like, I took physics. I can do this. Okay. I, can <laughs> I took physics. <laughs> got it. Got I paid it. money for this knowledge. 9.8 centimeters per second. Okay, but how... <laughs> All right. I, I did give us a math problem. All right. <laughs> All right. 9.8 centimeters per second, and it was going to take you eight rounds to get, to get to the ground. Six seconds per oh. round. Okay. Eight rounds to get to the ground. Okay. I didn't hear that. Okay. My bad, my bad. I may not be reiterating everything. So, okay. Eight rounds to the ground. Can I quickly get up to go open my window just for some airflow? Please do. What's at, So it's, eight rounds to the ground. 48, knowing 48 seconds to the ground. Okay. So knowing... Eight rounds to the ground, knowing that Ed's move speed is 80 with the whistle, right? Right. Two times walking speed. Okay, Ed's speed is 80. Or divided by 9.8 would be 4.89. Yeah, that's speed better. Okay, you're going to do the math for me because you're ahead of me already. I don't oh, no, no, do the math. Do the math. I don't, I don't oh, want to do fine. the math. It's fine. I don't care. <laughs> um, what's Most <laughs> boring stream ever. <laughs> We're doing math, folks. Yeah. Honestly, that's what D and D is all I, about. I know. Honestly, like I love how I like. I, I swear to God, one day during this campaign, I'm gonna give you guys like a straight up train problem, and it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> Ooh, okay, so love it. I love it. 80, Eighty feet to one round and eight rounds to the ground. Uh, I want you to give us a straight up like train problem, and then me like mentally trying to do some math is gonna give Chuck Angus like. Brilliant, like just knowledge out of nowhere. Wait, I know this we, to be true. So it's like, how long are we waiting before we blow the whistle? Is that what we? I don't even know what the answer is supposed to be. <laughs> you could just go ahead and start blowing yeah. the whistle close to the ground. It was never any reason. I just enjoyed watching Trevor suffer. <laughs> it's okay to guess three rounds before we hit the ground. Right. But he said eight earlier. He said eight though. No, we have eight rounds till we hit the ground. But let's start blowing. I'm going to assume rounds. six have passed. Oh, okay. So start blowing the whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Angus loads up his giant minotaur lungs and starts blowing this whistle to the best of his ability. It's so fantastic. This this whistle is not missing a tone. Do we hear anything when the whistle blows, or uh, is it too high frequency for, it's, for us to No, hear you just see his cheeks puff out red and you kind of it feels it sounds like it's like a like a whispering sound like wings that, flapping. Hold on, how how is Chuck flying right now? Is he like like running his legs like a Yoshi. No, literally, like it's like it's somebody put a hook behind your chin and is dragging you by the chin in space. Oh, so he's feeling this hook in his chest. Yeah. So you're no, it's like your neck. You're holding everything by your neck. It's really bad. Oh, for so it. it's making him. Like, no, I'm just joking. It's like, like you gain like, you gain the fly ability. You're just sort of floating Superman style. Chuck Angus is totally like. Puffing out his chest, neck fully upright, like, yeah. Okay, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and move you guys forward here. Um, you guys are progressing along the lake. You can see that there's, like, freezing ice-cold water beneath you. Uh, it is the middle of summer, but you guys are way up here in the north. Uh, so uh, are you going to go, which, which direction are you going to head? Are you going to head towards the town in the distance? I'm going to our destination, yes. 
Okay. You can progress. Uh, so I also just wanted to give you guys this. You can see in the distance the uh, dragon as you guys are flying around. You can see the uh, the dragon, uh, which is coming towards uh, the the silver dragon with the silver rider on its back, coming towards the bangerang. And you see the ship turned around and beginning to fire its aft cannons at the griffin riders who are coming up on it. And all of a sudden, you hear from the deck of the bangerang, you hear a bunch of high-pitched kobolds scream together, and all of a sudden you hear this you hear this massive ejection of like blue fire as it fires at the bat of the bangerang and the bangerang rockets up into the atmosphere away from uh the griffins who sw- circle around trying to catch up and even even the silver dragon who is un- uh, with a silver dragon what's a silver dragon's like uh speed it's like it's like 120 flight so at a dash a silver dragon can move like 240 uh so like yeah the fact that it's like can't keep up with the thing means like this is a it is on a rocket ride and it's it's out of here as we're descending chuck angus throws up a powerful bro fist and like flies away a la like breakfast club style at the end just yeah i assume you're holding scree in that hand because that's the only one that's going to be able to lift up <laughs> i'm assuming they're grab my like my torso slash feet that is more like, comfortable of a holding position i assume yeah yeah just like ash's like fetal position on your like bottom leg like, the Lego, <laughs> all right yeah you're able to you're 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 running out of air and you're probably about maybe like you know a football field from the shore a little bit and you're going to run out of air and crash into the water do you have any particular way you want to crash into the icy water um are we guaranteed to crash into water or can i like kind of like swing them to land how far can you throw somebody i I just told you tell me i just i just told i just told you you're a hundred yards from the shore can he keep blowing the whistle and keep flying, like float, like flying down that way? He can only. I guess he could once he lets go of the whistle. You guys will crash, and he can re-blow the whistle if you like. Is I mean, it, yeah. If if I take like a short breath to re-inhale and keep blowing, and that way we can land safely. Whistle's not really designed to do it that way because it's it definitely you have to let go. So I assume you have to like come down at that point. You know what I mean? What? Sure. Okay. I. Okay. Sorry. This is D and D rules. Eagle with you're the big guy. I think you should break our fall. That'd be nice. But I'm also I'm also the meat shield. So the more damage I take, the less shield you you guys. You won't take any damage at this height. Like I assume you flew down to the lake. Not take. All right. Sure. Then yeah, I'll be there. Their minotaur cushion. If right. I take no damage, you guys fall, and the fly, as as Chuck expires and like has to blow out the whistle onto a little string around his neck, and uh, and you guys fall into the lake of water. It is not just cold, and this is actually this is actually the thing. I actually have a perfect description for this because they had this thing when I was at Boy Scout camps. When I was really really little, I went up to a mountain, and I got a whole fucking story to describe this situation. Where it's they they had this like lake water like high up in the mountain where they would store it, where they would like take us up there and do all sorts of like outdoor camping and stuff. But it was great. But for the new kids that came to this camp, uh, I forget what it was called, but they would take us out to the lake and they'd all have us. Ju- they wouldn't let us get in until like the last moment. And then they would all have us jump in as like 20 kids into this lake, this ice water mountain lake. And I have never been so cold as that exact moment of my life because I just didn't see it coming. It is 
going into this water is like you feel like you shit and peed at the same time and you just feel like your chest is holds up tight as like the ice water is like you don't feel like you can fucking breathe and chuck you don't feel like you can blow on the whistle as you try to like fumble with it to get you guys back out of the water you are in the water now unless you want to try to fumble with the whistle uh do, 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 do what would i have to roll to fumble with the whistle uh you are having a hard time getting your breath you could probably try to do a little bit of hot but right now you guys are in extremely cold water extremely cold water you guys and i just would say this too uh you guys can be in cold water for multiple minutes it's not that bad like Ash can, I mean, Chuck can be in cold water for 17 minutes before he starts taking levels of exhaustion. All right, then uh, this is no problem. If I can be in there for that long and tough it out, Chuck Angus can tough it out. Yeah, you're going to begin going to the shore? Yes. Okay. I swam in. This is 100 yards, and let's just see how, how, let's see, what's each of your guys' swim speed? So be half what your regular speed. So it'd be. So I have twenty feet of speed. Everybody else is fifteen. Okay. So let's just say you're fifteen feet. Your guys got a hundred yards. Now, Go ahead. If I if they can only swim for fifteen feet and I can swim for twenty, if I kind of like drag them for the extra, you could yeah and, you could drag them both of them yeah. Oh please drag me. I'll let you do all it. Right. Twenty feet. He's Chuck is just doing all the manual labor today. He has to make up for the lack of work he put in the last round. Chuck Angus always has to show up. I imagine you say that to yourself while you're swimming. <laughs> show up, Chuck Angus. Oh yeah, no. you guys can always hear be a Chuck part Angus of their life. Talking to himself. <laughs> so you got to swim effectively 300 feet, uh, and it's going to take you. Yes, yeah, so you'll have to. It'll take you 15 rounds to get there. McLean to Chuck Angus, like, stroke, stroke, you got it, stroke. <laughs> now, if, if Chuck Angus is cool in this, like, water or whatever, wouldn't it be smart if, like, I just rest for a little bit to get my breath and then blow the whistle again and kind of, like, fly you guys out of this? Yeah, if you, can, if you can catch your breath in the thing. So my thing is that this is the thing, too. Like, it was one of those, it's like cold, ice-cold water. You're going to have a hard time catching your breath to blow the whistle more than, like, a couple of seconds. You know what I mean? Can I roll survival to try and catch my breath sure, and roll? Sure. So you stop. I feel like that would be the best thing. Do you guys mind if we stop real quick while I try and roll this? Oh, no, go ahead, man. Keep swimming. <laughs> All right. Uh, Chuck stops in the water and starts fumbling with the fizzle. Go ahead and roll me a survival. Uh, you guys stop by a log. I, I rolled a nine. Do you guys want to hang on to the log to make it easier? Yes. Okay. Ash grabs the log. Uh, I will also grab the log. Uh, can I try again? <laughs> I have a plus three survival. Chuck, please. People are watching. All of a sudden, the log, which is what you thought was a log. Oh, God. Of erupts out of the water as it turns around and you see a giant ice crocodile. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Roll initiative, gents. 
Fuck! <laughs> God damn it, Chuck! It's gonna take us. We should have looked at the screen. You should have just kept swimming. You should have just kept swimming. We'll be lucky if we get to that town by the end of tonight. People <laughs> are watching. No. Nine. Oh man, we all rolled terrible. Oh my god, you did. Uh, what did the What did the crocodile roll? If we die in icy water and not in a big black hole in a different dimension, I will be so upset with that. <laughs> it's just one crocodile, right? All right, Scree is first of the order. That's, it's just one giant crocodile. Yes, that yeah. we see. That is true. That you see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And currently, uh, I guess it's technically grappled by Ash and Scree. <laughs> Are we still hanging on to it after we've noticed it's a crocodile? Because mm. I feel like letting go of it should be my first move, probably. Sure, you let go of it. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm hanging on to it. Grab the whistle and try and blow it. Get us out of here. I can't lift us. Yeah. Um, We're in water. Aren't we lighter? That's No. <laughs> That's how this works. Um. <laughs> yeah, this is going to go great. Um. <laughs> uh, I'm going to make I'm going to I'm going to try and use my silent image spell. Te- te- technically you're adjacent to it. So and, and uh, as is Ash. So you could technically stab it for backstab damage, just so you know. It'll make the water warmer with all its blood. Oh, are you going to wait for it to attack us before attacking it? It definitely well, roared. I'm... Like, look at that image. That image does not look like a happy oh, crocodile. It's on, the, it's on the stream. I really need to figure out a better way to share this. Oh, That's yeah. terrifying. Oh, I just okay. want to make this shirt. This is not like a regular crocodile. This is like this a is monstrous dinosaur ice crocodile. Call this a crocodile. Right. Call this a crocodilus dinosaur. This is a fuck you up croc. That's what it is. <laughs> okay. I will strike it with my dagger. I guess you could do the rapier. Aim for the can eye. I, can I Aim get a hold of my rapier? Yeah, of course. Yeah, you can just free action draw. Since I'm, I'm just picturing myself in water. Thinking you're fine. You're kind of, you can just like draw it up and stab it into its back. All right, then I'll roll off the rapier. Aim for its eye. Aim for the head. Crit. You trying to roll? Oh, I did it wrong. Hold on. That big button looks so friendly, but you always have to click on it first and then press the red button. I always forget. There we go. Okay, that misses. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I swim away. So you whack it in the back, so you're able, are you going to just swim all 15 feet away from it? Uh, yeah, if I can still take my disengage action. Yeah, you can. I'm going to get a fucking far away from it as I can. Yeah, you get 15 feet away from it. You're able to swim past Chuck Angus, uh, who's about 10 feet from it. Uh, so yeah, it has, it has a naturally armored hide, but he hit it with a 12 just so you guys keep track of what you, where you're at. Uh, next up mm. in the order is Ash. All right. What Ash is going to do, I'm going to cast the spell of darkness on myself, but I'm going to, since I have the special trait eyes of the dark, if I use my sorcery points to cast that spell, I can see through that darkness. Perfect. So I'm going to do that. 
kudos on showing your skills to the audience so they can read what's going on. Yeah, you should be doing that. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, all I do is well, axe and horns most of the time. Before I even cast a spell, I'm going to look to all of them while holding on to this thing and just say, run away from it. And then I'm going to cast the darkness. Wait, you're casting darkness again? No, just the one time. Oh, okay. So he cast darkness and then eye of darkness so he could see it. And I assume he's right. moving away as well. Correct. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to move away on my next turn. Oh, cause I'm still, I'm still grippled onto its back. Yeah. It's the dark. I'm going to put the darkness like on my like jacket or like my jerkin. Got it. Got it. So that it'll like stay with me as I, as we go. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Uh, so you're able to go ahead and blind the crocodile and not blind yourself. Chuck Angus is within 10 feet of the crocodile, so I assume he's in with the Sphere of Darkness as well, correct? Yeah, it's a 20-foot read, I think. So radius. Chuck is now blinded as well. That's a 15-foot radius, so yeah. Okay. But, yeah. but I'm but, not... No, uh, you're 15... Oh, no, you're 15 feet out, aren't you? So yeah, you're blinded as well. It's 20-foot yeah. area. Of just swim backwards. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep swimming. <laughs> just keep swimming, just keep swimming, swimming. Uh, yeah, sorry, that was really sad. Uh, Chuck, it's your turn. You're blind. Right. I'm blind. I will go into a rage in this freezing water just because I don't want to risk getting really badly damaged in this fucking water. Now, right now that you are raged, you know that you could blow the whistle. I'm raged, so I know I can blow the whistle. Yeah, you you just feel like it's like you, it's just like you just dramatically overcome the frozen water, and your adrenaline pumps through your veins. So you know you could get your breath back. All right, and am I currently gripping onto anything or anyone? No, you're under. You're like you're just treading water with your hooves, which I imagine is harder for a minotaur. But I'm not going to rule about that. I, I in my head like they kick in like circular motions to kind of do like jets, but that's just in my head. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. All right. Um, I'm in a rage. I know I could blow this. Um, I scream to my teammates, just grab onto me. I'll get us out of here. But in the meantime, since I don't see anyone and I know there's this crocodilus in front of you me. You can get to the crocodile. You know where it's about. You hear it thrashing. So I guess I'll attack it with my horns. I don't think I can... Could I do a great axe attack? Yeah. You're treading water right. and you just pull it up and you just wham! Alright, yeah. I go to the crocodile and I do a great axe attack. Okay. Uh, you're going to have disadvantage. Go ahead and roll it. 15. I got to roll again? Yeah. Uh, that'll 13. hit. That 13 will hit. And you'll All do right, 13 hits with 14 damage, and then I can double attack because I'm in a rage. And also you get necrotic, right? Uh, yes, actually. Thank you for reminding me. Let me make sure that's, uh, that is what it is. What is it? Uh, you should Divine Fury. It's, uh, uh, when I'm raging, first creature I hit takes 1d6 uh, plus 3. I rolled a nine. And I screen. had to throw it up for you because you're lazy. Yeah. Yes, sorry. <laughs> uh, eight. So it takes an additional eight damage. Gotcha. 
Um, an additional eight damage. Okay, yeah. So he's gonna take what? What was that? Is he took uh, fourteen? Uh, fourteen plus, plus eight. eight. So that's twenty-two. Roll your second attack. Uh, two, two. Crit fail. Um. Yeah, that's yeah. We'll also roll again just to see if it, you. It doesn't matter. I crit fail. All right, I won't make you roll it again. Sure, you you miss. Okay, anything? No, no, you won't do it. I will roll again. Anything else? Just, anything else just, on your just, turn? Just to get that eleven out of the way. Yeah, it wouldn't hit either way. You you lost. You lost more than most people. <laughs> um. Yeah. Mm. No. So so I yell out to my party. Just grab me. I'll get us out of here. I like. Go down this th- uh, great axe. I hit him, and then I try again, but I just kind of, you know, swing and miss. Very, very Marco Poloy in a pool. Like that person who has so much confidence. Like you're right over here, and then just straight up misses. And it's embarrassing for anyone who hears this. Okay, uh, no one can see. Yeah. Now next is the croc turn. Uh, he's going to make a tail attack against uh, uh, Ash. He's holding on to him. Uh, so it's a it's a hit at a 19, I'm assuming, and you need to make a DC 16 uh, strength save. Okay, I'm, I'm amazing at those. Oh, I am. Damn you. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I'm also not entirely sure how you'd be knocked prone in the water, but sure. Uh, but yeah, you're also you hate you take 15 damage. When you're not prone in the water, you instantly get a Charlie horse. Yeah. I'm curious. Did he make that at disadvantage? Oh, you're right. He didn't make that at disadvantage. Well, good catch, man. 16 to hit. Uh, yeah, that's what hit. Okay, cool. Well, I'll take the 11 damage. How about that? I will. I'll, I'll be. But, but begrudgingly. Begrudgingly. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, he's going to turn around and he's going to bite Chuck Angus. Oh, does he? Uh, no, he doesn't, because he has disadvantage in the darkness. Uh, th- so thanks to Ash, he doesn't bite you, because the first oh, one... Oh, thank you, Ash. Look at that, look at that, look at that, critted look at that fucking critted for... Also, he critted for, like, 40 damage. <laughs> like, look at that, look at that, 29, 30 piercing damage. Oh, man, he was gonna... It would've been 37 oh. piercing damage. I don't see Half, that. because I'm enraged. He was gonna fucking destroy you, so yeah, he misses, and that's his turn. Half, he would, he oh, would've yeah. taken a good bite. A real, nice, nice chunk of that beefsteak. Uh, he's going to uh, he's going to hold his breath and plunge back into the water down ten feet. He's going to leave your area of attack. He, both Ash and Chuck Angus can get reaction attacks if you want. Um. Yeah, I'll take a reaction attack. Roll it. Fuck this guy. Oh, Chuck Angus! Mm. People are watching. You want it, Ash? Yes, I do. I'm just including my quarterstaff. Give it a little bonk. Yeah, uh, that's not gonna do missed. it. Missed, yeah, both missed as he plunges back into the water. Uh, okay, next up in the order is Scree. I assume you're you're swimming or dashing, dash I swimming. So swimming to shore. Yeah, okay. You're swimming to shore. You're swimming to Chuck Angus. What? Can you not swim? Are you are you not all right? No, because I said if if you can get to me, he didn't hear it. So I'm gonna assume he swam to shore. So. Yeah, he's thirty feet away from you. God damn it! I can <laughs> blow this whistle, man. Well, wait, are we are we like this close to the shore? Like on the like we're are we like thirty feet from the shore. You're three hundred feet. Oh, there's there's that's not the scale. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Don't don't look at 
I'm sorry. I, I haven't showed that up on the stream yet. You guys are seeing where hopefully we will eventually oh, believe be. Me, I am clicking back between the stream and our map to see where we are right now. <laughs> this is intense, bro. 300 feet. Shit. Yeah, you guys are like out in some like high water. Well, I'll make a start on that and turn around and look back at it's underwater now, right? I can't see it and anymore. It's also you could not see it. You okay. don't even well, and I want to I want to also say it's a cloud of darkness. You, all you see is a cloud yeah. of darkness on the water and you cannot see 20 feet into this water. So you don't know where Can it is. Try and you don't know you don't know what its swim speed is. I imagine it's fast. Can, can he try yeah, to shore but knock into Chuck Angus by mistake? I mean, he can't see anything. That's a possibility. I end my turn. You're just gonna double dash swim? Oh yeah, fuck, fuck uh, take the dash action. Is this difficult terrain or what? How is this working with movement speed? Swim speed is half walking? Is that half walking and then you dash, so it'd be regular speed, I assume. Yeah, yeah, then I'll do that. It's really difficult terrain, too. It's like you're like swimming through chunks of ice. Right. So is does that have it again? Or? No, Are there any no. chunks big enough to like climb on? Yeah, you could probably find something. Well, don't you dare touch another log. <laughs> <laughs> All the logs are giant ice crocodiles. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, next up in the order is Ash's turn. Yeah, so I'm going to let go, obviously. Uh, and then I'm going to... No, you already let go. Yeah. It, oh, when, it, when it When it flipped away, it got away from you. Sorry. It made, it made a... That's, it made, that's even better. It, it, has, it has, like, a plus five strength. It was not a real hard gotcha. to roll. So I'm going to double move, like, action to move move so i'll probably move 30 feet that turn and the darkness is centered on me so the darkness will follow me okay yeah so you're able to bring the tip of the darkness back over scree so he can't see well i can see through it i'm gonna i'm gonna if, I, if that's if i can see through it i'm gonna try to angle myself that i'm away from everyone so they can all see cool. if that's possible uh so you'll have to you have to be 20 feet away from scree is what i thought that, yeah, that, you, it's a bit, and you can see, I guess, yeah, because you got you cast. Is it. it a cone or a sphere? Sphere, 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 sphere centered on him, so he's able to swim away. Yeah, you're able to swim away. You're, you're probably not going to be as you're probably not. You're probably going to only take about get about 10, 15 feet closer to the shore. You're not going to use your full distance, but yeah, you're able that's, to do that. That's fine because I can still see through the darkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, and that's the other thing too, is that Scree is uh, swimming towards the shore, and Chuck Angus is coming up. Next, uh, you guys have lost sight entirely of this creature. I just want to say that it did not take the hide action. It just dove down so deep that you guys cannot see it. Because I assume about 30 feet, you can see about 30 feet down into this. I'm not looking down. I'm just looking straight to the shore. I assume so. Okay. <laughs> uh, next, up, next up is Chuck. Okay. Chuck's into rage. He can blow this whistle and make him fly. And flight is twice my walking speed. Uh, yes. So it'd be eighty feet. All right. So I blow this whistle to start flying up to get out of this water, so it's not rough terrain. Um, I know there's darkness. Can I see Scree? You can see Scree. Yeah. How far is Scree away from me? Scree is 40 feet from you. 40 feet from me. Uh, which, that would be my entire walking speed. So can I fly to Scree? 
and land. So you're going to have to fly five feet up and five and five feet down. So you're going to use another 10 feet getting out of the water. Now, if I dash, you can go. 80 what feet. does that do? With- so you're at 50 feet. You got 80 feet. You got another okay. 60, 70, 80. You got another 30 feet of movement. All right. So if I get out of the water, fly to scree, get him. And you go How- down into the water to get scree and then fly back up and use another five. So you're using 15. So you're at 55 feet. 55 feet. Uh, so that leaves me with 25 feet of movement left. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is um, what you will be able to do to go to the darkness to get to Ash and go five feet down because he's 20 feet from scree. As we established by the darkness. Um, I will do that. Okay. Cool. Go ahead. So you grab Scree, who's just like, uh, it's kind of not great because you're already freaked out. And somebody grabs you from above, which is just not what you're expecting, Trevor. Do wait, you fight? Wait, 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 Ah. What? Ah, I lose rage after this. Yeah, you do. You kind of committed to it already. But I already you got, did. You got, you got me under the arms like, what the fuck? No, no, I know. I'm committed to this. I'm just realizing, fuck, I'm losing rage after this. Out of my control. There was nothing for me to attack after this. So it was going to end no matter what. Right. No, you didn't have a chance. That's the reason I did that. Because I'm chosen. Yes. No, yes. <laughs> oh, God. No, I just lost rage. Yeah, okay. yeah. So you're able to pick him up and go over to the ash, and now you're in the water, and that is the end of your turn. Uh, and next up in the order is the giant croc. <laughs> <laughs> but we're all close together. So it all comes up and it's just going to bite randomly at you guys as it comes up through the deeps because it's the, the the giant crocodile has a 50 foot swimming range. So did you drag me back farther to the center of this goddamn lake? Is that what you just did? You kind of did grab him and take him only over. You did not take him towards the shore just for the rest. What the fuck? <laughs> well, I'm saying, I'm saying as, as this is all happening, we stick together and we can get out of here. We just have to buy time and survive i can't explain the mechanics of rage to him but i just say trust me stick together we will get out of this all right the uh the crocodile is gonna bite scree uh there is i guess you guys are in magical darkness was on 15 feet of me yeah yeah but but it doesn't he takes disadvantage but you take Wait, doesn't his defense take disadvantage as well so it even out no okay no it's just it's just disadvantage for the attacker okay all right, what's your AC, Scree? 15. So that hits, so it's going to do 29 points of damage to you. Even after armor? I cast shield? Uh, yeah, that works. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as this thing casts shields on you, and it's going to it's going to uh, miss. Yeah, it's going to it's gonna miss, which is really fucking good for you guys. Because uh, it has a grapple bite. <laughs> and it, oh, and it, also, it's like a truck. Yeah. It, oh, it's going to miss them too? <laughs> Well, it only has one bite attack, but now it's going to do a tail attack on Ash, uh, which we're going to do right here. Which it's going to hit, I assume. Uh, 21 to hit, DC 16 save, uh, 15 bludgeoning damage. This is a strength save, yeah. Correct. I'm going to say with that crit fail oh, no. that you're going to you're going to be <laughs> it's pulled. It's not a crit fail, though. You're going to be pulled five feet down into the water away from uh, them. And he did make that with disadvantage, right? Yeah, he did. He did. Okay. He did a twenty-four and a twenty-one. And, so, and then it was fifteen damage. You say fifteen damage? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, fifteen. Yeah. Uh, 
so and yeah, and top of the order is Scree, and you just watch, uh, you just watch Ash get pulled five feet down, down into the water. Yeah, he's not grappled, but he's he's down in the water five feet. Okay. On his turn, he can come back up. Obviously, but you don't know that. Um. Um. What Ash? What's holding you? Wait, you can't talk to me. You guys, I'll say this: you you can see far enough in the water to see Ash like. <laughs> so, you save the wizard. It's it's got him in its tail. That's how it's grappled. No, it didn't grapple him. I want to make that clear. Oh, it whacked I'm him sorry. and drug him down five feet, and then it's like spinning around to bring its claws around. Uh, right. But it has not grappled him, and he's in the water. Oh, okay. All right. Just, just um, grab him, and I'll blow the whistle in a rage, and we can go. We can go. Yeah. I don't think I can. I don't think I have enough. We Beef buddy, I, I don't know. I don't. I, don't, I can't swim as far as you. <laughs> I don't. We are together. He's just five feet below us. Is that it? Is that all? I believe so, yes. We're all, like, basically in the same spot. Because I grabbed yeah. you, right. and we okay. moved over to him. This happened to him. He's five feet below. I believe you have enough maneuverability. Right, I'll try to stuff. swim down and, and, and pull, yank. Um, you have 15 foot of movement. You're able to swim down five feet, grab him, yank him back up by 10 feet. Okay. You have 15 feet of movement. Still have 10, five feet of movement after that. And I'm, well, I'll, I'll, I'll bring him back to check. Tanner comes out of the water. Uh, sorry, Ash comes out of the water. How's that, Ash? Do me, do me a little. Uh, uh, and I'll say, can we get out of here already? To to Chuck and uh, uh, end my turn. For the for the purposes of this, I'm going to skip Ash's turn. Chuck, are you going to attempt to blow the whistle? I'm going to go into rage so I can blow the whistle. You can blow the whistle without the rage. All right, then yeah, blow the whistle. Yeah, uh, you you have adrenaline. You've been bitten by a crocodile. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, you're able to exit the water. Uh, and was I bitten by a crocodile? I think you were. T- no, I don't think you were, because I think that shit would have killed you because um, <laughs> it's grapple is automatic when it bites you. So I didn't actually bite anyone, which is super lucky because I was going to have this whole thing about how it drug you down 10 meters and then you guys had to dive in to try to save them. But that's yeah. OK. You guys did a good job. Well done. Uh, but we'll see if you can make it ashore. Uh, you fly up and I think you're how many rounds of was it again that you're able to fly for? I think you're able to fly oh, for 90, 90 seconds. Um, no, uh, 120. It was five times two full minutes, I think. Two full minutes. Okay. Well, that's um, a shitload of rounds, so you're able to go eighty feet per round. So yeah, you're able to get yourself to shore. Yeah, Chuck Angus blowing this this whistle mighty hard and just flexing all the way. You see, as you guys land on the shore and you spit the whistle out, uh, you guys manage to come ashore. And you guys find yourself uh, on the shore of a great uh, lake and you see uh, swimming behind you coming out of the water slowly is still sitting in the water. Just like looking like a log is a, the giant crocodile. It has been pursuing you and you have an 80 feet movement speed. So it's just behind you. It's probably about 20 feet behind you. It seems to be coming after you. Uh, it is. It moves about 50 feet in the water. So it's, yeah, it's pretty. It's fucking fast. So I'm drag us all onto the shore. How much movement do I have left? Oh, also, uh, I just want to say, Scree, you need to. If you only can be in freezing water 13 minutes, you need to make me a Constitution saving throw. Okay. DC. How many minutes is it? I guess it's been more than that. It's been 13. Yeah, you've been 13 minutes in the water. 
Uh, what do you guys think? I don't actually think he's been 13 minutes in the water. Uh, 13 minutes eight, is 13 minutes is a long, long ass time. Yeah, I, 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 I I'll let you put it. Twice. You're fine. You're fine. I don't care. Okay. It's, yeah, I'm going to let it go. I, I was going to say, how much movement speed do I have left? Um, you're down. You hit the shore and you're down. That's your turn, obviously. On that. Well, no, because if I have still movement speed on my dash, I might go back and try and attack this fucking crocodile with my hammering horns. So I'm going to say it has it uses its full movement to get here where it is. And it's about again, it's about it's a very large animal and it's about 20 feet from you. I'd say that was the end of your. Yeah, let's I'll move it back some. So it is about 20 feet from you guys. Uh, you'd have to go into the water to do that. Uh, that is your turn. Next up in the order is Scree, who's just landed and looking very sodden as a as a <laughs> crow man. Water is not his thing. Uh, can I do a little yep. bit? It's pretty cute. It's pretty cute. Shake I some uh, some water off my feathers. Yeah, it's pretty um, cute. Yeah, I, I love it. Love it. All right. Um, hmm. Kind of done with this crocodile thing. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, if we kill it. I have I am very curious, like what you guys are gonna like do if you're gonna like. <laughs> If we kill it and then bring its meat for offerings to whoever we find, it would be a nice, like, welcome gift. Just putting that thought out there. Uh, just to be safe, I'll use my uh, True Strike concentration cantrip. Don't waste any spell slots or anything. It's a cantrip. Yeah. Letting you all know it's a cantrip. Yep. And um, end my turn. Okay. Uh, yeah, next up in the order is Ash, I believe. All right, what Ash is going to do is going to plop down. He's really hurt. Like, I'm, I'm really struggling with it with my HP right now. And I'm going to be like, why are you going back in to attack that thing? Let's go the fuck away. And we'll start running away. So Ash is just full on running away. As you run away, Ash... Uh, you're going to encounter... Hold on. Yeah, there's three guys to our left that you see meta-wise. No, you don't. Uh, you see a meta-wise because you're fucking looking at us. You're a fucking filthy stream peeper. That's why. No, because you tell us to on occasion. I do tell you to on occasion. That's not fair to you, is it, Ed? I'm so sorry. All right, yeah. Uh, no, where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have 60 feet of movement. Lucky. All right, I have, yeah. I have 60 feet. As you come, you see that there's three people on horseback riding towards you. Uh, there are three monks in robes. There's a uh, let me just go ahead and pull up some imagery for this. Uh, so up, you see that there's three monks in robes. Uh, one is kind of like a like a slovenly looking friar. There's like a tall a man in like kind of a fur lined cloak. And then there's a a dark haired woman in kind of plate mail with just a massive shield and a set of scales that doubles as a massive medieval flail. She is just standing there very, like, suggestively, while that guy in the middle is just, like, in his robes, like, hark, I have fire. Yeah, no, I mean, there's, like, two hot people and a friar. <laughs> like, that's, like, I don't want to, I, I, I don't want to, like, I don't want to, like, like, undersell the fact that the friar is ugly and then the other two are, like, really hot. I don't know. <laughs> Clearly, someone's a cock blocker for religion. I don't know. They're all religious. Just holding my hands up. Do you guys... This, there's a there's a crocodile in the blank. Just help us. And like I'm like I'm I'm bloodied up. Like I'm I look terrible. Yeah, 
You are fucked, actually. I, oh, yeah, dude. Oh, I just realized. You're 18 out of 44. Oh, you fucked. Yeah, I missed. Yeah, I forgot you got bloodied. Almost. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just going to hold my hands up. Like, don't, please, nothing. Nothing, don't hurt me. No, I'm not You see the, the, uh, hold on one second. I'm so you see sorry. the, the, uh, uh my, my bad guys. Uh, copy. Oh, done with that. Okay, yeah. So you see, uh, the friar holds up his hand. Oh, you poor soul. Uh, lady, uh, war sister Aetherwyn, would you please deal with it? And she, uh, just without speaking, kind of, uh, heads on ahead, and the uh, the other gentleman kind of comes over to you, and he's going to uh, extend a hand to you, and he's going to use, uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, he is going to use, I don't know why I would be mistaken, since I came up with this character. Um, Is this too nice? Is this too nice for him? No, it's just it, on character. They just thought it was a log. <laughs> yeah, it's going to... Uh, this half-elf is exceptionally good-looking. I will give him proper treatment. Okay, the priest is going to uh, on you. He's going to your wounds. So he's going to kill. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you so much. <laughs> the lowest of healing spells. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, he didn't try that hard. He's gonna kill, he's gonna <laughs> give you six points of healing. Uh, you, nice. So, You're over half. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we made it. Cool. <laughs> the woman is actually going to ride up to you gentlemen and she's going to be like uh she's like ho she's gonna jump off her horse oh no it's, yeah sorry uh, she's gonna start walking into the water about waist deep all right let's do this i guess i, I scream if you help us take out this crocodile shark half the meat is yours <laughs> don't eat the meat sir they're poisonous well then you have done us a service a double service thank you all, she's always about the meat for you she starts it? spinning her flail like super fast like it like sounds like a fucking helicopter all right that's impressive it's scree's turn seems like you got it um <laughs> <laughs> all right then it's Chuck angus's turn are you gonna go out to help her uh, she's swinging this after she told us it was poisonous. Uh, Chuck gets a wicked, like, grin on his face. And I go towards her and attack with my great axe. And so you're able to get 15 feet out from it. So you're able to attack it. Go ahead and roll an attack. Uh, that. Sorry, apologies, guys. Hold on one second, sorry. Uh, I'm in the balls. I'm assuming a 13 does not hit, though. It does not hit. Perfect. Can, can I double attack it? Attack again. Ooh, crit! Nice. What's the damage? Uh, 14 overall. And can I use my necrotic extra damage on that? Doesn't that only happen on the first hit? Uh, do, do, do that's that's what I'm saying. Is this considered like a new uh thing? Because it's uh while you're raging, the first creature you hit on. I'll let you do it. Turn. I need to look. No, it's I a new turn. It's a new turn. So it it is it it counts. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so one. B I'm looking at that later. 
<laughs> no, it, it is uh, when I'm raging, the first creature I hit on each of my turns. So this is the first creature I'm trying attempting to hit on my turn. So, yes, that's an extra nine. So 14 plus nine is 23 points of damage. Um, okay, 23. Holy shit. Okay, yeah, you do a significant amount of damage to it. Uh, it is now finally bloodied. And uh, then the other lady is going to step up and she's going to swing. Wait, what other lady? The, oh, actually, that's right. The crocodile gets a turn. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> Thanks, Chuck. No, I, I mean, I thought like I was attacking her because she like. You're attacking the lady Wait, that went into the water? Her? What? <laughs> I mean, I'll leave it at the crocodile, but no, because like I said, help us attack it. And half the meat is yours. And then she says, oh, no, the meat is poisonous and starts swinging this like chain like mace at me. I no, thought that was she... a welcome invitation to combat. I have no, I have nothing. <laughs> I have nothing. I, 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 I'm amazed. I don't even like that's that's aggro on a level. I'm not even prepared to handle as a DM. <laughs> like that's only <laughs> like, holy shit, man. I was like, no, oh, man, I fucked up. Yeah, I, I'm just going to see me check the crocodile. We're not going to talk yeah. about this because like I, oh, man, I fucked up. OK, yes. Attack I the mean, crocodile. Claire, she had her back to you while she's swinging this chain charging I into the water. What us. are you even talking see? about? <laughs> I thought she was walking towards I, I, us. I, I don't even know. Okay, the 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 thing is going to bank it a bite attack at Chuck, uh, which it's not going to have disadvantage on, but it's still going to miss because you know that was. And it's going to spin around to do a tail attack for a twenty-four to hit. Um, yeah, that, obviously that it hits. hits. So does thirteen damage now make me a DC sixteen strength save? Come on, let's speed this up. Thirteen half. <laughs> People made I'm a ready. joke that we wouldn't make it out of the lake this session. Now I gotta get you there. So come on. But I'm just saying. Roll thirteen half. So that's what six. You're not raged. Yes, I am raged. When did you say you were raged? Did you say you were raged at the end of the last turn? I'm trying. I'm trying to think. I don't think you, you didn't tell me. me short term memory. You didn't right ask. Now. You didn't. I, I'm just saying you are not raged as of now. How about that? Okay. You didn't because you did the attack. You didn't rage during it. Okay. Did you that add it? Did you add it to the damage for that one? Uh, no, that's why I want to know. So okay, how much right. damage should I take? You're gonna take 13 damage. So it's not that much, but you need to make a DC 16 strength save. D 16 strength save. Okay. 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 You are knocked prone no. in the water. People are watching Chuck Angus. I don't really have a prone mechanic thing. I'm just going to put this wrench over your head to let us know you're prone as shit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> next up in the order is uh, War Sister Aethwin, who's going to step forward next to you, and she's going to attack. No crocodile. Correct. And she's like, fuck. <laughs> she's going to look it over you with her massively spinning thing, and she's going to say, a fine showing, sir. She's going to attack. Miss. Hold on, no, oh, whoops. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay, that'll hit. Uh, and, and she's going to do 19. Nine plus 11 is 20 damage. No, it's different. So that's if. So it's going to be the first one, and then she's going to let off a divine smite. Uh, which is 2d8, but she just rolls like shit. So she's going to do uh, 13 damage and she's going to hit it again. 
not going to hit. Going to hit it again. And the other two won't hit. So, yeah, uh, unlucky. But she's going to swing and hit it for 13 damage. Uh, and that's her turn. Uh, actually, no, she's going to use her bonus action. No, she's not. That's her turn. Okay, next up in the order is uh, uh, Ash. Or you're still on the shore. Uh, yeah, who is beside me right now? Is it the uh, is it the middle guy? Yeah, it's, the it's the middle guy, Brother Balthazar, who healed you for like eight points of health, which is just sort of like a fuck you amount of health. Thank you so much. I, I don't know why that crocodile. I thought it was a log. A common misconception. <laughs> What do we do from here? Oh, War Sister Aethwin has it uh, in hand. Oh, sorry. Oh. Uh, let me just uh, correct something. Uh, Law Sister Aethwin. Aethwin has it in hand. Sorry. Oh, that's wonderful. Then. Yeah, sorry. Um, Apologies. I call her War Sister. War Brother. Hey, War Brother. Look at what she's doing over there. Yeah. War Brother Basher is be fine. Well, thank. Well, thank. Thanks so much that you guys are here right now. We were. I thought we were done for over there. Uh, I'm just gonna spend my turn talking and trying to smooch this guy. What's your name? My name is uh, my name is Ash Fulbright. Fulbright. Uh, what is your name? <laughs> I am Friar Balthazar. Thank you so much, brother, brother Balthazar. Friar, how should I address you, Mister? Brother, brother. I am a uh, <laughs> I am a uh, a green brother. Forget my ignorance. I just don't know what that is. Oh, uh, roll history. You probably do know it. He has some severe PTSD going on, buddy. Uh, yeah, so uh, the most uh, well-known religion in this world is generally that of the Trinity, which is the, the three brothers, the Law Brother, the Grain Brother, and the uh, War Brother. Or, sorry, the Law Father, the War Father, and the Grain Father, who, whose priests are known as, you know, Grain Brother or Grain Sister or War Brother or War Sister vice versa and they are uh Huen, so they're Huen, Dwayne and Luane gotcha. and so clearly these are three people that represent three versions three tips of the order wait so if you're if you're the grain brother and she's the law sister is that is that is that a fat guy the, the war he's brother? a war brother basher if you believe it he's been punched a lot don't 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 <laughs> hold his face against him. <laughs> yeah, his nose looks broken in several places. <laughs> He's quite formidable. He has studied for many years in an abbey to learn the justice fist of death. But I hope I never on the receiving end of that. Indeed, his death fist is much feared throughout Bavonia. And I'm pretty sure that's six seconds. <laughs> okay, cool. There we go. Yeah, uh, and you're like in this conversation. No, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck what's going on over there? <laughs> okay, let's go ahead and get back to it. Uh, yeah, uh, Ash. Uh, unless Scree does something, it's your turn, Chuck. Uh, you're saying like unless it is my like if I want to forfeit my turn or not? Because now that Chuck's in there, if it's my turn, I'm going to join the fray. Okay, let's go ahead. I think you can move 15 feet through the high water and ice if you want to. So five, ten. 15. You're not going to be able to make it all the way to there. I'm not going to be able to make it. You, okay. you can also fire your hand crossbow, I guess. Oh, shit. I guess I could. Well, I'm just range attack. I'm just reminding you guys that you have shit now. I know yeah, I, 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 I had you, you at a, I I had you at a prison. I totally forgot. I know it's fine. 
Um, I, hmm, I think actually I will not go the full range of movement then, since I can't get there in one turn. I'm going to put myself five more feet back so that I can get there the next turn and use True Strike again. And just be like, God damn it, Chuck! And and use True Strike to prepare for next turn. Okay, so do you just use True Strike? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Now it's, next up is Chuck. Uh, so what does prone do to me? Uh, so you can use half your movement to stand up. I'll use half my movement to stand up and attack it with a great axe. Go ahead. Miss. I'll double attack with a great axe. Hit. 16 damage. Okay. Uh, and and you're necrotic. Oh, yeah, I was going to say that my necrotic definitely. Okay. Yeah. And next up is uh, is Lost Sister Eighth One's turn, and she's going to spin that thing around, and she's going to make an attack. Hit. Miss. Uh, so she's going to hit for uh, 18 points of damage, and she dropped two divine. So she's going to do uh, uh, 22. She's going to do 22 plus 7 is... Sorry, well, watch me do math. 29 plus 2 is... She's going to do 31 points of damage to it and kill it. So she, you see her just start, she just holds in the air and you see this light come off of her, like her scale mace as it spins around and there's just this high pierce, like piercing sound. And all of a sudden the clouds above part and there's just like a light ray that comes down on her and you see it almost channel into her thing and she just brings it down. And it's just like this wet, loud pop as it smacks the top of the crocodile's head and literally bludgeons its brains out of it as it literally spins it out. And she just drags her scales out and starts dipping them in the water to clean the blood off. Ha ha! Good kill, milady. Very impressive. Very heroic. Cool. Very, very manly. Oh, thank you very much. I've never met a, met a minotaur that talks. Sorry, well, apologies as as fluently as you I meant. It's fine. Not many a minotaur are impressive as Chuck Angus. You must be a genius for your kind. <laughs> Among other things. <laughs> Big pompous laugh she everywhere. She continues cleaning off her mace, and then she uh, begins walking out of the water uh, as you guys all are headed out, and you guys make it back to shore. Can I can I drag the corpse with me? Yeah, you can drag. Actually, let's see. Your drag is, you can drag 540 pounds, uh, and the crocodile. Crocodile. Giant crocodiles, probably. Giant crocodile. I'll be close. Like four hundred ninety-nine pounds. I can drag it. Uh, okay. Uh, I am way out about what I thought it would weigh. Um, like a ton. Two thousand three hundred and seventy pounds. <laughs> so like, Ooh. we are, we are. I'm just saying, like, and I as I assume this was like the biggest crocodile, like, because it's a it's a fucking sea monster essentially. Uh, yeah. It's, it's well over 3,000 pounds of crocodile, so I don't really think you could actually, like, drag it out of the water, can, Chuck. Can I bash some teeth out of it and just... Yeah, you back? can take its crocodile teeth. Yeah, sure, you can pry them out with a crowbar, but it's gonna take... Uh, go ahead and roll... Like, how long do you think it's gonna take you? Because you're still... Uh, your, your feet are still in, like, freezing ice cold water. Um, I'd say, like... 
if I can't get it after like one or two poundages. All right, I'll, like, I'll say you come away with two crocodile teeth. How about that? How? All right, two, I'm not gonna fight you. All right, two teeth. All right, come out with two. And teeth. they're like, and they're like the size of your of your massive minotaur palm. Okay, that's fine. Okay, cool. You guys get out of the water, and now you're joined by the priests, and, and they're gonna say, uh, they're gonna say, uh, oh, uh, uh, hello, good sirs. How are you doing? Are you all okay? <laughs> as fine as a noble warrior would be after a battle. <laughs> wow. Um, uh, you speak quite good common, Minotaur, sir. I pride myself in being way more extraordinary than the average Minotaur. <laughs> you must be a genius for your kind. <laughs> Thank you. This is not the first day I've been told that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what what brought you to these waters? What what could possibly have led you out into the middle of that lake? Bad travel. Um, tickets? Tickets wouldn't be the right word. Uh, bad travel plans. Bad. Bad connections. Just to say, Megan just said Steve Irwin would be ashamed. Oh yeah, I'm about to type in. I tried to take as much of the corpse as I can to, like, you know, complete the circle of life. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Man, if you're gonna kill something, use it for all it's worth. It's- Otherwise, the kill is like you know a waste. I tried to get as much as I can to make that crocodile's death worthwhile. <laughs> okay. Chuck Angus respects life. It may not seem yeah. like it, but he respects life. Wow. A new side to Chuck Angus. Never seen it before. I was about to say it's brand new. <laughs> it's brand new. <laughs> no, Chuck Angus always Wait. respects life. You guys gotta, <laughs> didn't see it in the proper light. People disrespected Chuck Angus's life. I'm, so he had to show them, you know, what's what. Respect Chuck Angus. But I'm, overall, <laughs> Chuck Angus respects life. I'm going to say, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, that, that, that's, a, that's a trigger for our Minotaur friend. I, I also want to say, gentlemen, uh, there's a, I just sent a file to you guys. If you want to go ahead and download that so you guys have that on hand, you'll need it in a minute. Uh <laughs> I'll need it in a minute, you say. Well, maybe not in a minute, depending on how quick we're going. Uh, anyways, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they said. Uh, uh, so, uh, so uh, why? Why did you? Why were you out in the in the frozen ice cold lake that could have killed you? Yeah. We fell from a ship that was traveling over, and the lake happened to cushion our fall. You fell from the Indomitable. Are you with? Uh, are you with Lord? Uh, 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 are you with Lord of the Dragoon's crew? I'm going to look to my friends and then say, yes. Oh, you must be Heroes of Camelon. I didn't know that they had Beastkin in the Camelonian crew. Uh, it, it, a new recruit. Indeed, indeed. We will see him very soon. A, a genius for his kind, though. Don't, don't, don't worry. Uh, and then make, I, make I it, make, all right, Ash, make a deception roll. Yet. Yeah, 
<laughs> Yay. Yeah, he made yeah, so uh okay, yeah. So he's like, Oh, Cabalonian heroes indeed. Well we'll get you back to town. Uh if we leave you in these wet clothes out here, uh, you you'll only have a, a small march up there. You can see the town in the distance. Uh follow us and we'll go ahead and get you situated uh at the tavern. Uh you might even be able to see some of the joust. Oh, thank you so much. Your kindness and, and hospitality will not go unnoticed. Uh, th- let me introduce ourselves. This I'm Ash Fulbright, like I said earlier to Brother Balthazar here. Uh, this right here right beside me is our it's our friend Scree. And the big the big man to our beastkin is uh, Chuck Angus. I believe he said his name a number of times already. Ah, Chuck Angus. It's a pleasure to meet you. I'm I'm of course uh, I am uh uh, I am a friar. Uh, sorry, I'm Brother Balthazar. I'm a uh, a, a grain brother, and this is, of course, uh, this is uh, Friar Basher, who is a uh, he is a war brother, and this is uh, Lady Aethelwyn, who is, as you guys have guessed it, a law sister. So, if you guys need a good lawyer, <laughs> she's got removable wingtips. Same thing as a vulture. <laughs> He's just sort of like you turn and glare at him. So, yeah. Chuck Angus bows to all of them and goes, thank you for your assistance. I take great pleasure in meeting your acquaintance. And please inform me if my ignorance is vast as much my beastkin brethren are. And I will correct my manner and adjust accordingly. Indeed. And this... Interesting this can. Friar Friar Basher speaks for the first time. You are indeed a wonderful member of your race. Oh man, that's that's Ash is like holding back his <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, Chuck Chuck is holding back as hard as he can of I apologize. I have trained in the battle arts for my entire life, and my faith has been based into this situation. War scars of a warrior. Much respect, sir. I live by the fist. <laughs> and I live by the axe. I prefer the fist. You have such natural weapons in your horns. I do not now see why you lose them all the time. Because not every foe... I, I already regret this voice. <laughs> not every foe is worthy of my horns. <laughs> A most noble fun for month. Not every warrior is worthy of my fist and my faith. I meant my faith. Chuck Angus <laughs> stops talking. I assume you're like, hurt. I nod up. in like a respectable agreement. Okay. Yeah. So this guy's going to be a super powerful like monk or something. And he's going to punch us to oblivion later on. Just, just calling that. So you guys are able to head back up towards the town and you guys see in the distance that there's a, there's a town in the distance that of on top of this frozen lake, it's the middle of the summer, but you are up fucking here. This is summer in this land. It is fucking always winter up here. You are just in the far north and there's a gravel pathway leading to several like cottages and stuff. And then in the distance, there's a large tavern complex. Uh, you see that there's a, a huge railway like structure, uh, that, uh, 
is being built in the middle of the town. And uh, across the railway on the far side are hundreds of tents with horses and knights going back and forth. Uh, they seem to be preparing for something. And uh, along the railway, there are, are dozens of orcs who are bound in slavery with collars and chains, and they are being made to build the rail. Uh, say, Brother Basher, what is that? I love how you made me do that accent because yeah. <laughs> you specified <laughs> Brother Basher, you son of a fucking bitch. That is the great trading. Sorry, I gotta say trading a bunch. Fuck me. God damn it. Why okay. don't you speak no. normally no. and then no, 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 no. no I, I, no. I committed. I yeah, refused. yeah. Everybody, uh, yeah. You committed. Yeah, I committed. Okay. We're all in this together. All right. That is the great uh, Cape of Finney Trading Company. A uh, twain line. <laughs> it runs from Orc Watch all the way to Keep a City. It will be. This is I'm getting more Sylvester Stallone, um, which makes sense. Uh, <laughs> it's a. Uh, it runs all the way from here, and we shall have the Orc slaves build it. It is the greatest intercountry advancement in forever. Bavonia, Keeper City Trading Company, Camelon, and of course, I assume you gentlemen are involved with the Targo Trading Alliance, being as beastkin as you are, not to offend you, Sir Elf. Oh, of course, yeah. Are you involved with the Targo Trading Company? Keep in mind, you guys yeah. have fake papers from that company. Oh, yeah, you know it. I got, we got the documentation to prove it. I don't really need to see your documentation. Uh, that's not really my. I'm more of a punching thing priest than a than a reading priest. I gotcha. Well, let's go to the bar. I don't particularly care to see the joust, and I need a nice warm fire to warm my bones. Um, Chuck Angus uh, shows an interest in the joust. Uh, so Chuck Angus's feet are frozen solid. Uh, do you want to just head under there? You might get frostbite or frost hoof, I suppose. I guess not. If I'm in physical danger, I'll go to where's. Unless, do I have anything to like warm my feet as I watch the joust? Is there a fire by the joust? There's a fire by the joust. Yeah, you can go do that. All right. I want to warm my hooves by the fire by the joust because I want to see a joust. Chuck Angus wants to see strength on display. Chuck Angus heads around the track and finds us himself a fire. There's a large roaring crowd uh, and uh, knights are being knights in kind of a lot of them are in red coats. It seems to be Bavonian colors are generally like red, black or red and white. And they're just charging against each other. Uh, the Knights of Orc Watch and the Knights of Where You're seem to be in full force here. Uh, you know, know that those are two local countries, uh, locals. Uh, one's a local city in Bavonia and this Orc Watch uh, Everybody roll me a history check on Orc Watch. Wow, Scree and Chuck are really knowledgeable about this. Uh, uh, Chuck and Scree, you guys know that Orc Watch was a... It's it's pretty close to Tago. Uh, so Tago's just... I'm actually going to move us so we can see the map here, just so you guys can get a sense of where this is. Uh, so you guys can see that Tago is kind of like the, the Chago Trading Alliance is on the country of, well, of label, because I forgot to fix that. It's in Australia. Um, 
Yeah. Well, it's kind of that way. Yeah. So it's kind of like an outpost. A lot of beastkin live there, and uh, and it's kind of like a well-known beastkin civilization, as opposed to Minos, which is kind of like the unknown country where they don't get a lot of visitors, but where Minotaurs live and stuff. Um. Yeah. So. Orkwatch, the country of Bav- the Duchy of Bavonia was an ancient country that the, the old country was like this old civilization of like humans who came in and conquered kind of the civilization of hobbits. Sorry. Was got in trouble there. Halflings and, uh, and <laughs> gnomes that lived on the peninsula. Uh, after the civilization fell, the king named like a prince, like the Duke of Bavonia as one of the dukes. Uh, you're not a uh, scree. You know, the Duke's name, uh, Chuck, you do not, uh, you know, that this is like, you know, the Duke of like this nation. It actually just kept being a country even after the country itself fell and was reorganized many centuries later into Camelone and other countries around. Uh, so, you know, that this is kind of a, this is like a very large country and traditionally Grumon is the ancestral home of the orcs and they run like fleets of raiding ships from there. So they have like like Viking style long ships and uh, so at Jotun like there's a lot of like Viking style frost giant ships and they all run down fleets there during, during the, when the frost melt and so they all come down and they traditionally raid the Tago Trading Alliance and much of Bavonia and so you know that they also will typically march down from Grumon from there to attack and so they created this fortress here which is a very poor fortress known as Orkwatch uh, to guard but since the, the uh, since the defeat of the Demon King army and also the help of Camelon and their flying uh, essentially their sky ship and their griffin riders uh, you they have much they have destroyed a large portion of Grumon and are beginning to prepare to march north uh, but it appears that there's some sort of really big celebration going on as this is a really big, well-funded joust for uh, a city like Orkwatch, which is a I mean, it's not it's a really a poor fortress. They don't grow shit. People send them stuff to do stuff. Is there a bunch of uh, mercenaries? No, I mean, it's like the small town that supports a fortress that just like runs a wall. That's like makes it hard for orcs to uh, march past here. But it it definitely the area has the appeal of something that's been burnt down and rebuilt several times. But it appears now that's changing and people are really actually happy about it because orcs don't seem to be threatening the area and they seem to be building a railway for some reason. Okay. Okay, uh, so that's a lot of information to lay on you guys. Uh, I hope you guys are taking notes. Maybe important. Uh, I am not, no, unfortunately. I, I never doubt that you're not. Uh, so you're, I'm going to get to. I'm going to talk about that. You're uh, about that, but uh, all three of the priests and uh, uh, otherwise, unless otherwise specified, Ash and Scree are going to head to the tavern. And you guys find that's yourself in a really well-appointed tavern. And I just want to say, I, I do need to retcon something a little bit. Uh, so uh, it's a well-appointed tavern, beautiful bearskin rugs on the wall. You got, you got multiple elks. You, you actually see an ice crocodile head mounted on one of the walls, similar to the one you just fought. And uh, behind the, there's nobody's in the bar. Everybody's at the joust. So it's actually entirely empty. And uh, behind the bar is a single bartender and a man in silver armor is sitting there. And there is about maybe two dozen empty ale mugs in front of him at the bar, uh, which is not actually the bartender probably would have removed them. But, you know, for the purposes of extenuating the fact that he's drunk, there are two dozen ale mugs in front of him. And he has a large green lance propped at the bar beside him. 
Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna curl up to the fire because I'm in wet clothes. Yeah, still. they're gonna take you over to the fire, and uh, and Scree is gonna come over as well as his war sister Aethwen, and she's gonna say, "Give me an ale." Two, please. Brother Balthazar is like, uh, I don't mean to be ungrateful, but we did save you. Is there, is there any way that I could uh, get some coin for an ale and maybe a couple copper? Brother, oh, but of course, but of course, Brother Basher. I want to, I want to, I want like, to re, re, re said, uh, uh, Lord Venom gave you 200 gold coins in the Toggle Trading Alliance. So it'd be 200 bulls that he gave you. Bulls are so Togo Trading Alliance currency is uh, bulls, hooves, and feathers. So it's copper feathers, uh, silver hooves, or uh, golden bulls. And so he gave you two hundred golden bulls. Uh, yeah, I'll give him two bulls. I say, of course, brother Basher, your your generosity or your he, he, he gives you these bulls. He's like, uh, it should only be a couple of copper. Do you guys wish to find stay passage for the night? I I. I'll bring I'll bring the bartender over. How about that? Yeah, give us everything that you think that we deserve. Uh, <laughs> okay, sure. Lovely, room, please. Lovely. Brother Balthasar walks away. Uh, a minute later, he's pouring a fresh uh, uh, two, three fresh pints for the dragoon, and uh, and then comes around the bar and comes over and bringing a pint for everybody around the fire. Oh, uh, hello there, good sirs. I I genuinely have to apologize. Uh, what your generosity is most supported here? Are, were you looking to stay the night? Uh, yes, and uh, perhaps give us a little bit of information if you don't mind. I can most certainly help with the information, and uh, I might be able to make accommodations for the night. But I have to, I have to impress upon you, gentlemen. Uh, this this inn has maybe ten rooms and we have all of them are booked up by very uh, highly sought after guests uh, I cannot offer you accommodation other than our barn tonight and I am genuinely sorry for that That's, that is perfectly fine uh, I can I, I, with these two golds however suggest that you will be able to stay here and uh, I will be able to get you some of the previous wedding feast that went on earlier today and we'll be able to uh, feast you like kings and give you all the ale that you want that be oh, then make it then make it so that sounds amazing and I appreciate it we'll get you blankets we'll get you all set up in the barn tonight we'll get a fire going out there I promise it'll be good you won't freeze to death on my watch that sounds that sounds perfect um I'm gonna whisper to scree I'm gonna say scree uh, at drunk at the bar uh, I'll try talking to him he might he might be willing to give away information a lot easier than these guys right oh okay uh, so we'll, he leaves and he leaves you guys all with ale and he's going to go over and he's going to start uh, slicing bread for trenchers. Uh, and so uh, actually, let me get some. Let me turn off this. All right, I keep forgetting to adjust. Uh, sorry, I have really cool music now, so I apologize to everybody. Uh, I actually have good music. I'm here without music, so it's OK. Let's get some tavern music going. All right, there we go. All right. So anyways, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you guys are all wrapped around the fire. Scree, I think you'll go over in just a minute. Uh, um, you see that uh, I'm gonna get to. I'm going to resolve in a minute what's happening with you, Chuck. So just hang on, okay? No problem. Uh, Ash, you're with uh, uh, Sister Aethwin, Brother Balthazar, and Friar Basher. Uh, do you ask him anything? 
yes. Uh, particularly, what is going on around here? Like, what what was all the hullabaloo? And why are there so many orcs over here? Oh, well, uh, I would have thought you would have known, sir. I, I didn't you come up here for the 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 uh, bounty? Oh, you know that. The Indomitable never tells us all the information they need, you know? They just give us one task and then tell us to go. Well, I hate to give out the secrets, but the Keeper City uh, Trading Company and the Targo Trading Alliance have put out a bounty on orcs to the north. Uh, so currently, the, the saying is that uh, for each, uh, they'll give a gold coin for each uh, orc that you can bring back in chains and five silver for every uh, for every orc that you bring back head you bring back so uh, they're sending a great force north tomorrow this whole military encampment is heading out after the uh, after the wedding and they're going to head north and we're going to march down all the orcs that we can and try to flush them out of the mountain uh, of course the lord over there uh, uh, I need to make a name <sighs> I didn't even make a name for him. I did. I just can't. The DM presented. Have, shut up. I just need to. I need to find the name is what I need to do. No, I'm just saying the DM prepared so much information. But not this is a lot of information. OK, like I gave like a lot of information here because you know what? No, you did. You know what? You only had a week to do this. You know what? We're going to have I'm going to have it's nine o'clock now. We're going to take a break and I'm going to make a name for him. That's the one thing I forgot. to do. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> and we're going to come back to this information gathering sequence because uh, there's a lot of information here to do that. So, uh, OK, are you guys OK with that? I'm good. Mm hmm. All right, perfect. And we'll see you guys in just a bit. So thank you for listening and th stay tuned. I, uh, what was it like to be on the end? Did, oh, it's, a, it's magical. Did you get a chance to ride a griffin? Oh, no, unfortunately not. Nothing as lucky as that. Yeah, but yeah. I did but I did get to ride a horse, which uh, you'd think they wouldn't have a horse, right? But they they have, they have horses on the what? <laughs> how do, how do what? they get them right. down? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> But, but it is it's only magical about riding a horse while in the air you know it's almost like riding birth. yeah all right uh yeah so our, our i guess the question is are you going to try to get information out of these guys uh yes i'm gonna ask them if they know a person named half band uh the orc king yes uh he, there's many rumors about him apparently he's a half orc which i would have thought the uh they seem to be very bloodline oriented in that clan the fact that they have any orc that mixed with a human and allowed him to lead them is quite shocking i hear he's quite intelligent for his kind well i would i prefer the most intelligent to look to rule over people than the most savage i right? do indeed i've never seen a minotaur uh as eloquent as yours <laughs> that's quite a he's thing a he's a genius yeah. what can i say yeah, yeah, yeah. uh does the bird speak oh of course he does Hello. Oh my god! <laughs> I know I can take people aback sometimes. I, I, uh, Kenku aren't supposed to really speak, but uh, well, there's it's a long story. I, I, I assumed you were a pet. I I I, I apologize. Uh, thank you, thank you for that. Um, I have not been mistaken for a pet before. I have been mistaken for other things, so uh, <laughs> don't feel too bad. Um, You've never seen a Birdman before, huh? No, this is my, this is my first. Ooh. I mean, I've seen, I've seen. Uh, uh, well, what other questions do you have? You know, I've seen bird people. I've never seen a, a, a one of the Kinku race. 
Do you fly? Why didn't you fly out of the water? Uh, well, uh, we, uh, we, uh, we, we don't all fly. It's a common misconception. Oh, bird people can fly. Can Kinku not? That's, uh, that's correct. Yeah. Oh, how terrible. Yeah, Your thanks, bird uh, visage is almost serves no purpose. Yeah, thanks. Th thanks for that. One yeah, might that's... consider it just a, an utter curse. <laughs> You're, you'd be surprised how close you are uh, hitting on the truth on that. Um, oh, 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 I apologize. D I didn't offend you, did I? No, no, no. But uh, you know, since you do mention my my beak, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go dip it in something over at the bar. I think. But can I get you anything while I'm over there? No, 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 no. There? I wouldn't want you to touch my food. Right. All right. Well, nice <laughs> meeting you. <laughs> Ooh, I'm you. so glad Chuck isn't there because this level of disrespect, <laughs> Chuck wouldn't be able to hold cover. It's, no, it's palpable. Bar would be on fire by now. I, I was about to say we're gonna get to the joust in like two minutes. <laughs> oh God, is the joust gonna be even worse? For Chuck it's a just... bunch of noble knights. What the fuck do you think is gonna happen? <laughs> I didn't have to engineer fights. Like it's just gonna happen. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> they're gonna try to put you in like a sideshow circus. Anyways, let's let's get back to this. Uh, anyways, Ash, uh, do you ask anything of the? Actually, let's get to Scree. You go over to the bar. Uh, what are you doing, Scree? I'll order a drink. What you're having, my birdie friend? <laughs> I never had a bird for a friend. Would you be my friend? I'll have whatever he's having. He's, he's going to go back uh, to the thing and pour you that. And he's going to come back and throw it down. You uh, you did ask for some information. Anything specific you're interested in? Um, but the bartender is asking me this? Yeah, you gave him coins in exchange for information. Oh, wait, when did I do that? Earlier, last before we went to the break. <laughs> when did I do that? You guys, you guys um, could probably get a stand an end for two silvers, and you paid a whole coin gold coin. So you paid almost three times as much as you needed to pay for each of you. Oh right, yeah. Hmm. Um, sure, I'll ask him if he's heard of the half dan. Have you heard of the half dan? Uh, the orc wretch that leads what remains of the horde to the north. Yes, he is apparently. What do you know about him? He's apparently try attempted to make uh, deals with the giants at Jotun. Uh, <laughs> frost giants and the orcs don't typically get along. I know that he is a skilled wyvern rider. Uh, not as skilled as our dragoon here. And he punches the half-drunk uh, knight in the shoulder. Who just goes, another. And he uh, goes to getting a drink. Uh. The orcs in that area, he leads a flight of uh, manticore riders, and they have been tussling uh, to their discredit with our wonderful dragoons, dragoon and uh, the uh, the uh, griffin riders that he brings along to the fight. And they've taken the worst of it at each interaction and been driven far back into the mountains. And so now I know that they uh, they uh, intend to make some sort of alliance with the giants, but doubtful, being as that's such a, a rowdy bunch, if you will. Mm, I see. 
Do you intend to go north with the company tomorrow? The company? Well, depends which company you're talking about. Uh, the key- which company are you talking about? Well, there's two invested here, so we're we are a part of the Duchy of Bavonia. Uh, I know that you're an outlander, so let me let me explain. We're part of the Duchy of Bavonia, and the Keeper City Trading Company is in the south of uh, Bavonia, though it's its own special state and zone. Uh, they have uh, partnered with the region, which is owned technically by the Duchy of Bavonia, and we partnered with Camelot as well to develop the Grumon area in the mountains. So they're going to be building a railway with the orc labor up there, and we're going to send them in as miners, and we're going to mine all that lost ore in that country, and we're going to send it south to keep a city for a great profit. So, you know, Orc Watch is coming up in the world. I'm very excited for it. We're going to be we're going to be mining all summer, sending orcs to die in the mines. It's it's a good change of their I labor. Mean, yeah, you won't be mining all summer. Oh, but no, yes, no, no, the, no, no. It's the uh, the royal no, weed. No. I, I, I'm on the ground floor. I had a tavern here, but this was just a shit heap. I'll have you know. Uh, uh, t- what, what about a shit heap? Well, Orc Watch has always been a shit heap. It burned down every summer when the orcs came through, but... I had to hide in the castle once a year as they burned down my property, and then I had to rebuild. Uh, I look forward to not having to rebuild this year. <laughs> I'm just saying, this is the first summer I've been open all summer. <laughs> it's crazy. Okay, well, thanks for that. Thanks for that. Uh, and he says, uh, yeah. My lo- and he turns to the other guy at the bar. You guys, are, you're watching this here screen. He says, uh, my lord, is it quite... Uh, Apologies for speaking out of turn, uh, my lord, but it's intelligent to drink so much on your wedding night. Lady Vassalo may have some expectations, my lord. He just kind of looks up at him, and he sort of just, like, glares at him. He's like, apologies, my lord, apologies, my lord, and he backs away. Wait, who's on their wedding night right now? The dude drinking at the bar. Dragoon. Mm. Mm. Guys, remember that for Chuck Angus. He's not there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you want to ask him something, Scree? Um, any, anything you are taking your mind off there, buddy? Uh, matrimony, if you will. Well, I... Are you proposing? No, I, uh... I was married today. (laughs) Ah, I see. I almost escaped. Uh, A villain from my past was here in a flying ship. I haven't seen him in ten years, and he shows up on my wedding day. And, uh... It doesn't say that I was happy that he was here. (laughs) Didn't happen to have a name, would he? That this, uh, villain? Venom Fang. Um, Venom thing. Mm. What's uh, what's your beef with this dude? Oh, he killed my wife. Well, not my wife. Sorry, <laughs> my ex-wife. Oh no, he he killed my lady love. Well, she wasn't my lady love. I, it's a figure of speech. He killed uh, my first dragon. I assume a different lady love than the one. No, that he, no, he he, he killed my first dragon, Lady Grimtooth. 
see. He turns and you see on his lapel, there's a uh, a Kingfisher symbol on his lapel. So he is one of the Kingfisher knights that deposed King Bargul. He says, uh, do you know who I am? I, I've never met uh, a uh, bird bird person. I apologize. I, what's the problem? You can call me Scree. It's a pleasure to meet you, Scree. You, you may call me Lot. Lot of what? Ah. Technically, everybody here calls me Lord Oedipus, but just call me Lot. Sure thing, Lot. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. Uh, let's get, let's get, uh, let's what get, is this we're drinking here? Uh, this is a form of Bavonian, uh, like refined wine and it tastes like crap and no offense bartender but if you have some catalonian catalonian grain liquor i would really appreciate it because i feel a powerful need to get drunk i take it by that shiny emblem and your uh, preference for liquor that you're from not from bavonia then huh oh i'm a catalonian through and through i helped found it you know uh but uh, not a time for stories like that I don't really particularly like to talk about it. If I got an interesting stranger at a bar, I'd rather talk about something more interesting. Um, I assume you're heading north to uh, partake of the slaughter. Well, somebody, it's a dirty job, but someone has to do it. Mm, indeed. <sighs> Finally, Abel, my... Uh, you ever been up that way before? Oh, I did. On... Uh, the younger Lady Grimtooth Jr. today. She's finally uh, taken to being an adult silver dragon, and she's able to bear my weight, and so finally, like her mother's tradition, she took me up north with her, and uh, we slew many frost giants, uh, Dovin, and uh, the Tinker was able to get me these nice, cool lances that I use. They, uh, he put a little explosive in the tip of them, so as they you can fly down straight out of the clouds in a in a dead dive straight at their chins and toss a javelin just off from the back and they'll pierce right into their skulls and that wouldn't do a lot of damage normally, but after the explosion goes off, pop, and it's like a it's like they just died of a sudden sickness in the brain and the the huge giants just go down. Boom! <laughs> we killed a half dozen that way today. <laughs> and then I um. This dude seems really into dragons. Well, um, I'm a fan of projectiles too. I just got picked up this little thing, and I pick out my crossbow as if it's he like he like gives you like a pass not. gesture. He's like pass it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I are you going up north? Yep, that's correct. Well, I have to say, if you could get your hands on some of the Tinker's tools, he has these really great repeating crossbows. He has these hand crossbows. Fire it six times before you have to reload it. Oh, they're amazing. How might I come by that? Oh, you can meet him. <laughs> keep drinking, keep being whiskey, we'll see what I can do for you. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Oh, you are a lovely, a lovely companion, I must say. Uh... Yeah, and it's because you're half animal. This guy's into yipping. <laughs> Hell yeah, Scree, let's go. <laughs> Seduce him, Scree. I hate my group. 
<laughs> you love us because you're like, oh wow, they took I'm it this way. I love it yes that they now. took this way. It's fine. I I just I knew I had a Yif squad when I when I put you guys together. It's fine. Uh, except for Trevor. Trevor's not into Yif <laughs> yet. He is engaged in it. We just know he is. I fully support the Yif. Uh, Still have to look that the up. door opens and a, a woman in a in kind of like a in like a silver gown with long silver tresses comes in. Uh, she's a young woman, probably 18 ish, and uh, she looks towards the bar and she has a grim set to her mouth looking at uh, Lord Oedipus, which I really need to change his name. Uh, but what? You spent the it's break perfect. determining his name. It's perfect. It's perfect. OK. Lot Oedipus, sure. I'll give I'll, I'll whoever can tell about the same person, right? Yeah, same person. Whoever can tell me what the reference to Lot name is to incestuous relationships, I will give you advantage. Are you talking like biblical? Because there's a lot in the Bible. Advantage to scree! <laughs> Yay! Sunday school finally paying off. I know, right? Thank you, you for that. Sunday school forcing me to Google Lot incestuous. Uh, that's what I was <laughs> I was just about to do that. Every, this this pod this podcast or, or sorry this Twitch stream is cancer. <laughs> like it's like it's just cancer to your search history. I immediately brought up my <laughs> on my phone L O T T incestuous, but I had a spell check error and it stopped me from hitting enter. Thank you. Is one of you Thank the you. quick York? Yeah, yeah that's me. The, that's the, me. Ah, I got gotcha. you. Oh. I see. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Okay. He's got secrets. Yeah. Anyways, the lady comes up to the bar, but I want to go ahead before we continue with this uh, domestic scene uh, and go over to Chuck Yagas, <laughs> who's standing by the fire by the joust. Uh, yeah, let's let's talk about what happens over there. So, okay. Chuck Angus, uh, you standing by a fire by the joust. And you see that there's all these Bavonian knights. And they're kind of lighting up and there's this. Lord Hemrick and Lord Vasley Jr. are to begin the joust at once. May the grace of the Trinity bear fruit. May the law, brother, give justice to them. May the grain, brother, bring bounty to the harvest. And may the war, brothers, bless their lances to land true. And so begins the Trinity. Ah! And they, and they laugh out loud. And all of a sudden, the crowd cheers and... These guys charged each other, and just like watching real jousts today, it's kind of anticlimactic. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's, How dare you? It's pretty exciting, actually. The people at Medieval yeah. Times put on quite a show. I love Medieval Times. I also love, I took Katie this year to the Medieval Festival. It's actually very exciting. Uh, but you got to stay for the late one where they actually kill each other. It's perfect. Yeah, I went to the midday one where it was like bright sun at noon, and it was not fun. Mm. Thanks, Megan. <laughs> we do need. What did Ornithera say? Sausage fest? Yes. Thanks, Megan. Yeah. We do need a girl up in here. Where are you at? Yo. <laughs> I had to I mean, uh, Twitch I block sausage and, fest. Apparently, I try sausage and switch fest. it up every now and then to compensate. But you know, Chuck Angus is Chuck Angus. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you're at this festival. What are you doing? You're going to talk to people. People are staring at you, but no one's like approached you. You're like at the fire. People are like, that's a giant ass frozen looking minotaur over by the fire warming his hooves. 
Um, I don't pay attention to them. I am by the fire. I am looking at the jousting. I am clapping appropriately. I am fully invested in this show of strength and skill. Oh, you are? Yes, I am very much enjoying the joust. You're impressed by these puny humans and their sticks? They're 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 flexing. I respect the flex. You respect the flex. All right. It is a sporting event. These are their athletes and they are showing their best of their ability. So I commend them for showing their skills. If they are weak, it is their own fault, but they're doing the best they can. And Chuck Angus knows that. Uh, Lord. <laughs> Thanks, Tanner. Lord Vassler uh, unseats uh, the. Yes, Manitors. Yes. And so the Bavonian comes in and he rides around and he's granted the king and he takes uh He's he's granted the the a rose to give to a lady at the things and he rides over to the main thing and you see that there's there's presently there's a bunch of lords at a seat and one side is seems kind of empty. There's like a seat next to like there's there's a bride and she's and there's a lady Vassler is there in a wide in like a white gown and next to her is Lord Vassler, the elder. And uh, you see that the seat next to him that's reserved for the uh the tournament as uh, uh, bride, uh, I guess, is it bridegroom? Bridegroom, yeah, uh, is empty. And next to it sits a woman in a voluminous, uh, almost uh, multicolored cloak. And uh, okay. he rides up and he presents the rose to Lady Vassler as the queen of love and beauty for the tournament. Okay. Uh, Chuck Angus is just enjoying the spectacle of it all, clapping when appropriate. Cool. Yeah, you're into it. Yeah. You do. You, you, are you gonna start? Are you gonna like approach people? What do you want to do? No, no. I'm just warming up and watching this the spectator sport. Yeah. You, you're gonna get a 30 minutes, and then the group is going to begin to descend, and everybody's gonna start uh, rubbing up to drink. And you see this big procession. Uh, somebody whispers in their ear, and the lord and lady are gonna step away uh, with the lady in the multicolored robe. And about two knights are gonna follow them, and they're gonna head off uh, back towards the beach. That is okay. You're just going to watch the joust? I'm going to watch the joust and then head off to where my comrades were uh, when appropriate after I warmed up and everything was cool. Right. I can't. I, I, I went to warm up and see the sporting event. All right. I'm going to assume that you're going to follow after them eventually, but we're going to go back to the bar. Uh, yeah, you, I, you. I'm actually shocked for with Chuck Angus right now. I, I'm actually shocked as well. I, I I don't know why I just wait. Why are you guys shocked? Like you just went and watched and didn't, didn't do anything. Didn't mess with anybody. Well, no, like we just survived this like epic crocodile fight. I am cold. I am frozen. There is warmth and strength of showmanship of skill and dexterity. It's a good time. I'm warming up. I'm entertained. Right. If it's done, it's done. I'm going to where my friends are. Chuck Angus ain't no fool. He is not going to pick a fight where he does not need to pick a fight. All right. All right. Sweet. So <laughs> back in the bar, uh, we're still sitting alone. And uh, this lady in the silver dress comes up and she uh, looks at you questioningly, but doesn't but not unfriendly scream. But she just passes by you and comes around to the far side and grasps the bicep of the bar. And she's like, what are you doing here? To head back, we need to know something's wrong. Listen, you. 
doesn't matter. Because if it does matter, they're going to be upset. This is all Scree's here overhearing this. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, I'm going to say, like, can I interject? No, this is just Scree hearing this, right? Because this is just yeah. who is by Scree at this moment. Yeah, so. Just saying. Max, go along with this. And we'll be fine. We need to let it go. This guy's really into his dragon, not his wife. Well, his dragon is dead. Well, he's mourning his dragon. Source object. <laughs> think she'd be not fair he wants you to move on I can't move on there have to move on here and we'll be fine he sort of size oh uh this is my friend scree keeping me in whiskey and she sort of half smiles at you. Oh, I have you to thank for that. I'm Lady Grimtooth. She extends her hand out. And you see upon her chest there's a uh, silver uh, symbol of silver. Shit. Uh, much obliged. So she's a fucking adult silver dragon. So, what? Wait, Lady Grimtooth, I thought, was the first dragon that got killed. And then the, the one that he has now is... She's, is uh... She was my sire. Oh. So his first dragon was Lady Grimtooth, who died fighting Lord Barghul. And this Lady Grimtooth is the... This is Junior. This is his Junior, who is now also okay. the dragon he rides. Right. I've heard a lot about you. <laughs> <laughs> she says uh i have you it's been maybe 10 minutes since you've known him and he's like and uh, uh lot stands up he's like i would die for this bird <laughs> <laughs> and she says okay okay you know fast bird friends and she looks at you and she says let's get you back to the tourney and so she starts to turn him around and in through the bar walks a party of you see that there's a commoner uh, there's a uh, a woman in a wedding dress uh with a uh a knight and there's also a griffin riding captain you recognize this the blue and gold armor and next to it is a lady in a voluminous uh robe and they all say drinks feast and uh, uh the older lord vassler comes in and he comes to the bar my lord, why do you tarry here in this provisionless hall? No offense, barkeep, but uh, I think you are worthy of a wedding feast this night. What makes you tarry when we must come to the sitting and, uh, I, I suppose, celebrate your wedding night as we all watch you fuck? On full Game of Thrones. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> So I don't, I don't know what it's called. It's like first night or something, but you guys weren't going to get it. So it's, you know, I just out illustrated the fact that they're all going to watch them. Fuck. It was I mean, really boring nice. during medieval times, man. You just, you just, if, it, if it's a show of virility, Chuck Angus will be there. <laughs> Chuck Angus gets, of course himself, Chuck Angus gets himself invited to the <laughs> If it's a show of virility, oh. Chuck Angus will be there. <laughs> Okay. And then afterwards, Chuck Angus will be like, I could have lasted 
twice as long. It's three times as long. Heavily taboo and probably cause a bunch of uh, fights, but sure. Uh, yeah, this is the Chuck Angus that I thought was going to definitely not start a fight at the fucking tournament. Anyways. Uh, well, now we're in a bar, which is, you know, the yeah, place. Bar is different than sporting. No, you give a license to keep Chuck Angus out of this situation so we can have some subtlety. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Prima, no- Prima Nocta is what you're looking for. He's going to turn around and that's the uh, first ride say, of the monarch. He's going to ring. say, oh, my Lord, I apologize. Uh, seeing Lord Venom here was, uh, it uh, shook me a bit. I have not seen him since I smote his ruin upon a mountain when King Bagul fell. Wait, hold on, real quick. Is Chuck Angus hearing this? No. Who's hearing this? Scree and Ash. Because, honestly, someone should, if they're talking about the fight that just happened, someone should try and figure out what was the conclusion. No, they're not talking about the fight that just happened. He's as far as I can tell, they're still talking about killing a bunch of frost giants. Yeah, right. No, he. So they, they mentioned Lord Venom. No, he just. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, he said when he fought him ten years ago. Oh, that's right. But like, if they have any like information of how that fight ended up today, that would be. He important. said. He said it to Scree. He said they got away. Okay, Lord Venom got away. Lord Venom showed up and then ran away real quick. That's important. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could ask the Elix in like three seconds, but whatever. Um. <laughs> I could ask the Elix right now. Yeah, you literally can without like freaking anybody out. Can Chuck Angus do that? Yes. Okay, then Chuck Angus really discreetly goes, Do you know what happened to Lord Venom? You gotta say his name. You gotta summon him. You gotta summon him. Like Beetlejuice. Remember? You got- he who should only be named three times. What? No, he say. No, say. You gotta say his name. You are high today. What the fuck is wrong with no. you? <laughs> no, I don't want to summon him right away. We don't need him right now, so I'm not gonna say his name. Well, all, he just shows up in your mind. But how? Like how hero. were you gonna? You were saying you were gonna talk to him, but not talk to him. No. But you're not gonna say the summoning to not talk. I'm just very confused. I'm not trying to talk to him. We established that Chuck Angus is at the bar now, correct? No, we have not established that because you're watching. All right, then never mind. Yeah. (laughs) Clearly, my mind is not here right now. I thought I was fighting that warrior woman on the beach earlier. I was wrong. Yeah, you were really wrong there, too. I don't, I like, this is not even like some Matt Mercer shit, man. You're just like, this is not like she jumps off a cliff and turns into a goldfish levels of what the fuck? (laughs) Ponyo? No, this, oh my. I broke the DM. Uh, Success. Okay. 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 Cool. Uh, what? What's happening? Nothing. I I'm losing my mind. So we're in the bar. Yeah, we're in the bar, and Chuck can't derail that. Uh, so uh, yeah, so they're gonna go ahead and grab it, and Lady Janice is going to say, "I'm sure seeing our old nemesis returned uh, would give anyone pause." Uh, so this multicolored lady, multicolored, sorry, multicolored robe lady steps up. <laughs> And she says, perhaps it is good that we uh, not continue with Prima Nocta tonight and perhaps postpone it till they can be away on the Indomitable for their uh, military expedition tomorrow. Okay, I'm sorry. Now that we're calling it Prima Nocta, I have a problem with this because that is a whole mythical thing where like someone's getting raped. That's not the bedding. You guys are talking about a wedding bedding ceremony. Those are not the same thing. I know. I'm sorry. I thought Tanner looked it up. My bad. It is a wedding bedding ceremony. 
It's fine. This just got way. Internet lied to me. There is so much going on here that I'm trying to subtly communicate to you, and you guys are like not the most subtle people on the face of the earth. This is like, I was like, hey, here's subtly what's happening with the dragon. Okay. Right. Call him Oedipus. It's fuck it. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyways, yeah, so she's she's pro- proclaiming and they're going to go ahead. Let's uh, continue on. And so they're going to begin to grab him and she is going to continue off with them. And they're going to be getting to they're going to get some drinks. And uh, the bartender is going to go ahead and serve up a bunch of trenchers, uh, which is like it's going to, you know, which they're going to be like a plate of like a slice of like an old slice, stale slice of bread that they're going to put some beans and rice and some a little bit of chunk, couple chunks of like bacon fat on. It's like a little wedding stew that they're going to bring over for all of you so it's hearty and good you're able and by the time that you finished eating it off the bread trencher trencher soaked through with bacon fat and you're able to eat it it's delicious as fuck oh fuck now i'm hungry yeah it's good yeah and they give you a little dollop of molasses on top of it oh no it's so hungry anymore that's good there you go that's what molasses were <laughs> for that just tells you that everything in medieval times didn't have a lot of salt <laughs> so there mm-hmm. it goes anyways uh yeah so uh yeah what are you guys gonna do in the bar is chuck angus there i suppose chuck angus does arrive now how about that so ash is just smooching like he's just like and that's when the it, the minotaur just said what <laughs> and like everyone laughs <laughs> you're quite the comedian ash brother balthazar oh, says i've got a million of them I guess if Chuck Angus is there, Chuck Angus goes to the bar and orders uh, a mug of grog. I'm having a hard time finding where I put your character. There, there's Chuck. Yeah. So he comes up. He they, he brings you. Unlike on the Bangarang, they give you two tablespoons of uh, rum, and then they give you a whole cup of water in there. And a little bit of sugar and then a lime tossed in, like just a whole fucking lime tossed into it. And then he passes you it. I am happy. I pay him what the grog is costs and then I give him, I guess, a copper and tip. Yeah, you give him two copper. All right, two copper and tip. Okay, so you walk away back over. You're going to head back over to your friends. So you walked in and everybody kind of turned and looked at you as you entered, Chuck. No, I see everyone's apprehension towards me. Um, I let my friends mingle as they are because I don't want to fuck up their schmoozing environment. I just find an empty seat and like take my grog and kind of just drink and observe. Yeah, uh, you're able to observe uh, that Lady Vassler comes up and then sits on the far side of uh, Lord Oedipus. And uh, and Sejanus almost it's almost like uh, Sejanus and Lady Grimtooth sit on the opposite sides of him and seem to be pushing him into the thing, like kind of blocking him in. Lord Vassler sits on the side and drinks heavily, as do his gentlemen in the bar. And the cavalry commander comes as well, who doesn't drink very much, but sits at attention almost right behind as if he's an aide de camp to uh, Lord, uh, Lord Oedipus. And they kind of sit there and he looks unbelievable he's like he's probably like also like he's probably like a 45 year old man with like an 18 year old girl and he looks just insanely 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 uncomfortable okay he is not into it she is not a dragon he does not like (laughs) i'm i'm glad my suspicions are correct i did not i have not confirmed anything 
<laughs> I believe you have, sir. All right, Chuck is just observing. He he is pleased with the spectacles of the joust. He is taking his grog and he is observing his comrades schmoozing and trying to get intelligence. He All is right, just let's let's do this. Let's ask. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and fast forward this section just so we can move through this because I'm trying to. Let's say that you guys are all going to try to uh, gather information tonight from this bar situation. So let's go to make some rolls to gather information. Uh, so I assume you're going to do what would you think, Tanner? Probably survival, I would think, for gathering information. Sure. So let's uh, yeah. go ahead, Tanner. Maybe investigation or persuasion. Or- yeah. All right. So let's do a couple of things. Uh, I'm going to say that, like, let's have people uh, let's let's have you if you want to describe how your individual is going to try to get information. And then we'll we'll figure out the rules from there. Okay, so I'm just, I'm I'm gonna schmooze and try to just like while we're laughing okay. and drinking, just like yeah. all right. Give me persuasion. Give me a persuasion roll to get information. Twenty fucking seven. Okay, we'll go go back. You're gonna be able to ask me like five questions in a minute just on what you. He critted. Oh oh baby. <laughs> Occasionally, the animal background sounds come in right after you say something that I'm funny. Okay, fuck. So, Rawr! honey, this is spicy. Mm, let's just go with the tavern music. Thanks, Megan. Well done. It is spicy. All right, so we're gonna go back in through the questions. Uh, Chuck, how are you gonna gather? Are you gonna just be around perceiving things, or are you gonna engage people? Yeah, at this point, like Chuck realizes being a beast man. Uh, everyone's looking at it funny. Megan, on the chat, like Chuck Angus is on about his dick measuring crap than a horse whinnies. (laughs) I mean, for sure. Chuck Angus knows he can take on any of these humans, so he's not threatened. But he sees, you know, they're looking at him funny, and he understands the humans aren't going to look at him funny because, you know, he's a big, powerful minotaur. Give me a straight perception, then. Straight perception. You're not going to be able to ask questions, but I'll be able to give you some information that you. Please, Chuck, baby. 21. Okay. Uh, now, Scree, what are you going to do? Um, I don't know even who to talk to. Yeah. Chuck uh, Angus ain't no fool. He knows he's the odd man out. He has dealed with speciesism before. He's killed most of those people because they disrespected him. But he's on a mission right now. And he knows what's what. So he's just observing. Seeing fool. what's what. Um, are, none of these guys are staying here like at this end, right? They're all uh, like just here because Lady Sejanus uh, sees moves around and heads to her. So Lady Sejanus does have a room here. Oh, first of all, actually, I'm gonna. Uh, crap, where's uh, where's Ash? Are you still around here? Ash is by the around? fire um, still with the other three okay. brothers. I need to go and and tell at least Ash that um, there's something up with this uh, Lady Sejanus. Um, As you pass seems by, like the, you uh, see that Lady Sejanus also has a Kingfisher pen. Hmm. So maybe when you see Kingfisher pen, think level twenty character. 
No, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, Stay awake. I'm joking. Yeah, yeah, no, nudge, nudge. Yeah, no, I'm just joking. Like that's, I'm, mm-hmm. you know that they've. We can take her. You, you know they've done like really vast, incredible feats of things. We can take her. No problem. The Kingfishers are a party that saved the world, essentially. So. <laughs> we can take them at level six. Sure. No problem. Sure, sure, sure. Oh boy. <laughs> Especially with Ash at like 24 health. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> you mean he's not healed up yet? Oh. No, he hasn't taken a short rest. I mean, you, you'll be able to get one in the bar if you want, Ash. But uh, uh, let's. Oh, wait till the bar. Let's go ahead. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll while, Trevor, while Trevor decides, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask Ash, go ahead and give me. Uh, I want you to go ahead and pose a pointed question to a character. Uh, you, you with your with your persuasion, are able to ask them question any question you'd like and get a straight answer uh, based on this. So you're going to able to be asking the question, and it's going to be outside of the question. The, the, the question can be awkward because I assume with that persuasion, you were able to deliver it in a cool way. Okay. Uh, what I'm going to ask is, since they're sitting next to us right now, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask like, is the is the is the the is the uh, groom really into this wedding as much as the bride is? No, he's not. It's uh, Espert that he was involved with the previous Lady Grimtooth oh. and that the current Lady Grimtooth backed his daughter. Wait, so he was involved with his daughter? I didn't hear that. What do you mean? Do you think he's involved with his daughter? I've heard. No, whispers. sorry. I'm sorry. I I miss. I missed the misconstrued something. So there are two Lady Grimtooths. There's okay. the older Lady Grimtooth and the younger Lady Grimtooth. The older Lady Grimtooth was slain by Lord Bagul and his dragon Venomfang on near Lord Darkfall. Near Darkfall. He gotcha. he cut off. Apparently, he sprayed acid and chewed through her wings and she fell from a great height and was smashed upon a mountain. Before that, it's said that Lady Grimtooth had a daughter who was a egg at the time. Though it's also spoken that the only she had never mated with any other silver dragon. So it's suspecting that it's the current lady, the younger Lady Grimtooth, is actually the daughter of her dragon rat, Lord Oedipus. Oh, the name finally fits! Right, gotcha, gotcha. He has not fucked his mom yet, though so it doesn't fit. I mean, a little bit. Lot fits because he fucked his daughters. Actually, he was raped by his daughters, which is just a whole. The Bible is always more messed up. That's the bottom line. The more you know. <laughs> like you're like Greek mythology is messed up. No, it's not. Not by comparison to the Bible. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. So is the is the wedding still on, or what's what's the purpose of the wedding? Well, the purpose of the wedding seems to be more political. Lady Sejanus is his handler. She's uh, purported to be the concubine to King Kamaklaval, and uh, she's here to ensure that he marries the Bavonian lord's daughter and creates a good a good relationship, so that. Camelon can profit from all the mineral-rich orals in the mountains, and we can have it as a staging area to launch, uh, have the host the Indomitable, which he's the captain of, and they can go north and clean out the rest of the orcs and the frost giants, and then we get a cut of all the ore for providing military services up here, and uh, it's just an act that it's going to help all that happen. And 
do agree he does not seem super excited about the prospect, but that's how some political marriages must happen, unfortunately. Be good, I suppose. He does look quite displeased, and it is sad that a hero of his caliber must still continue to do good for this country of Camelon, and I suppose Bavonia as a Bavonian, I'm grateful to him, though she does not seem to be an uncomely bride. Perhaps his heart still longs for his lady wife, his lady lover, the dragon Grimtooth, though. I find myself really wondering about that. She was an ancient silver dragon. Like, he was gargantuan, like, you know. I mean, I hate to be like a, like a gossip, but he could have fit up inside of there. I'm just saying, like, holy shit. I don't even want to go into the, the subject of dragon mating. I know. With- I mean, I know they can turn into humans, like, when they get that old. Like, obviously, it's like the current Lady Grimtooth, but, like, you know. Do they always turn into humans? No, no, no. Like, all the time. It's- uh, can I get that name for the concubine to who again? For Lady Sejanus? Lady Sejanus is the concubine. She's the concubine of King Kamaklaval. Sorry, King Kamaklavin. Kamaklaval is the city. Camelon so is the country. She's a concubine who gets around. No, she's a concubine. She was one of she was one of the kingfishers, one of the knights that conquered King Bargul. I'm trying to take better notes now. It's also said that she runs the country of Camelon's uh, inquisitorial services. Duly noted. They called her the Insect Queen in the day. All right, you've used up a lot of questions there, but I'm going to go ahead and say, give me another one. If you want to target um, somebody else. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so what's Sir Basher's deal? Like, what's with this voice? <laughs> Literally punched into misunderstanding. Like, <laughs> literally, just like, he, he practiced Death Fist, which is an incredibly powerful form of, like, combat, and he was literally, his face was beaten by bunks until he was unrecognizable. I yeah, shit you not. He's a mash mouth. He's a powerful ally, undoubtedly, but, like, holy shit, I don't necessarily know that it's worth it. By the story, I'll have to get to get it from him later in private. Oh, he'll talk about it freely. He's he's quite. Oh, candid. can you talk about it now? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate you. Um, that's what you want to know. Sorry. That's what you want to know. Nothing, Sir Bastard. You're just so amazing. I just didn't want to disturb you over there. I'm sure you love me for my understated beauty. That's definitely it. Like, look at yourself. Have you seen a mirror lately? I'm gonna pull out my mirror and show him. Oh, beauty! I scare small children. They run away in fear for me from the market, and it's in times like this where I realize why I was driven to join the Pact of the Black Triangle. Black Triangle? What's that? Yeah, I'm gonna ask. I'll use a question for that one. Yeah. We are the Pact of the Black Triangle, us, the three priests here. Us. Oh, so it's like a little gang you guys have. Well, he, so on his, on his chest, so just as I guess, the Trinity, uh, for a lot of the stuff of the Trinity, uh, 
Thanks, Megan. Yeah. Um, Chuck Angus's horns are huge. I'm going to have to figure out a way to cut him off as a DM. Uh, anyway. <laughs> what? You, you leave my horns alone. Cut him off. Cut him off. Cut, I can cut one off and you still have no circumcision. Horns. Leave my horns it's alone. It's not circumcision. It's not your penis on your head. You don't have giant. You like, don't know. Minotaur. Minotaur. It's not, it's, it's not even a joke, Megan. It just happened. Oh, my God. Anyways. You no, no, Minotaur Society. Don't cut my horn. All right. So look, the uh, all right. So uh, he's like the pack of the Black Triangle is a organization. We know it's all to make up for the go fuck yourself confusion in the last campaign. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you get punished, Ed. Because I fell into the self-sacrifice of like being a fucking robot. <laughs> Now I'm a minotaur. All right. Fuck cool. you. We'll try to get some self-sacrifice on that. Anyways. Uh, yes. Good luck. So anyways, the point is, is that. Uh, so the black triangle, he's going to explain to you just outright. I'm just going to just for the sake of time. Uh, he's going to explain that the black triangle is an organization that uh, it was. Uh, there was churches when the orcs struck nurse struck south during the reign of King Bargul, they burnt a lot of churches of the Trinity. And so the the sires of these three people ten years ago were like was a loss was a, a law brother, a war brother, and and a, a uh, I guess a um, a grain brother all found like a burnt triangle, which is the symbol. It's like instead of crosses they have triangles essentially for the Trinity. And so they found a burnt triangle and that they, they became a pact there that uh, their organization is dedicated to obliterating orcs from this world. So they are a pact, a subset pact of the church. And they're literally uh, three companions who are the daughters and sons of them that have come north to enjoy the slaughter. Where they're all going to get paid for finding slaves and killing people. Gotcha. Yeah, pretty hardcore. Sorry. Mm, seriously. I did not intend it to come across that hardcore. But we stayed in this. I believe that. Yeah. Uh, I believe I believe that's all my question. Then you say stuff and you're like genocide and you're like, great. Yeah, that's all this stuff. Uh, Chuck, uh, any information you're looking for or trying to hear over? Uh, you're going to be able with that perception to be able to see that clearly like, uh, clearly like. You're not sure what the relationship is between Lady Grimtooth and or the current Lady Grimtooth. I'm just going to call her Lady Grimtooth Jr. Uh, and uh, Lord Oedipus. But like they seem very close and she seems to want him to marry uh, Lady Vassler. All right. So, yeah, Chuck, uh, through all of this, through the, the joust and seeing people look at him knowing Beastkin are not really welcomed around here, going to the bar, sticking to the side, seeing his friends socialize, not trying to interfere with them. He's going to definitely lay back for most of this just to observe and whatever. Um, you're saying he notices the one lady try and get the guy to marry someone else. What happens to her at the end? Does she go off to her room by herself? Uh, the Lord. So apparently after about an hour, the party is going to leave back up to Orc Watch Castle. Which includes, except for Lady Sejanus, who's going to stay at the bar. Um, 
So Lady Grimtooth, a Lord Oedipus, and the four knights and Lord Vassler and Lady Vassler are all going to leave to head back up to Orc Watch Castle, where they're staying. So the only... So who's left at the bar after everyone left? After it's just the pack to the black triangle and lady and lady Sejanus is left at the bar. The lady in the multicolored robe who was supposedly the inquisitorial squad for the late the country of Camelon and also a concubine to King Camaclavin. All right. Chuck Angus goes to the bar, orders another drink and then asks the lady. As they leave, a bunch of commoners are coming in, just like a lot of people that have been watching this. So a bunch of people are like coming in to like. Just like after, you know, after like it's a long day of jousting and all of a sudden like of commoners, they're just like, they want their drinks. That's fine. I go to the bar, order myself another, another round and then ask if the lady would like another round and it's my treat. <laughs> well, hello. <laughs> it's not a common sight to see a minotaur outside of Minos. What brings you this far north? I was hired for muscle for what's 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 the group that we have papers to be with? Cargo Trading Alliance. Yes, I'm hired for muscle at for the Trading Alliance. Mm, muscle you have in vast quantities. Thank you for noticing. I make it a point to make sure my muscles are known. Uh, and again, I ask her, what is she drinking? It is my treat. And she I order that is for apparently her. drinking a Bavonian red wine. Uh, and the bartender is going to pull up and he's like, do you want an, another bottle of that? And she's like, if the gentleman is offering, uh, Chuck Angus asked, how much is the bottle of that? It's going to be 20 gold. How much money do Chuck Angus has personally? Chuck Angus does not have access to the money because the money was tossed to Ash uh, in the bag of holding that he has, which is, again, you guys have the baby mimic, which is the bag of holding. But, he was, but Chuck has that. He has 200 gold coins in there, and he's only spent two. And how much was her whole bottle again? 20 gold coins. 20 gold coins. Bitch, bitch having a fine night at the bar. And she's like, if you're right. offering, you're going to pay me 20 gold? Chuck Angus asks how much a glass is. He's going to look at you. He's like, I don't have a 20 gold coin bottle by the glass. I have one more bottle of it. You can buy it if you want it. I go. She is dressed so extravagant that, yes, we'll buy the bottle and I will take a glass myself. Can I see the coins? The bartender asks. Do I have the coin on me? No, you can, you can go back uh, to Ash and get it. Ask for your allowance, please. Uh, I, I shout, Ash, please pay for my tab. What? what? Oh, yeah, whatever Chuck wants, he's got it. I got it. All right. Uh, the bottle, I scream. Yeah, and so he pops the bottle. This is nine dollars. Um. <laughs> that, that is a nine dollar pop. That is not a twenty gold pop. So my favorite thing is my sister is uh, is a uh, is a uh, 
sommelier. So she talks about like, you know, the reason that people make it pop and the, when you're, if you're doing proper like champagne service, you're supposed to have it sound like a nun's fart is the technical term. Literally, the technical yes. term is a nun's fart. Uh, but is. the reason they make it pop at restaurants is to sell champagne. That's why they do that. For sure. The louder the noise, the more like, ooh, fancy. Attention's all on me. It's exactly it it's exactly what it is. That's true. That's why they do that shit. Uh, but anyways, sure. uh, so he makes a loud ass pop with that bottle. And you got, uh, yeah, it's like he's got you a fine Bavonian red wine. Chuck, you do not taste a difference from your fucking rum, essentially. <laughs> And that is fine. I bought the bottle. She looks. Lady. She looks really surprised, to be honest with you. She's like, she's. I mean, she's a very like. She's obviously like a spy master for a country, so she's not like put off. But she's like, she's like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> and she's Check like, out. and she like raises a glass and she says, uh, "Thank you very much." Uh, I thought that would scare you off, but you seem to be more determined to gather something here. Uh, can I assume you're an agent of the Tago Trading Alliance? Uh, checking those. Yes. Uh, as I mentioned, I was hired muscle for the Trading Alliance. I am allowed to I be don't as... mean that you're hired muscle. I assume that you're some form of agent for the government. Please don't. If we're going to have a conversation, at least treat me with a level of respect here. And I go, a giant and minotaur I, seeks me out in a bar and buys me 20 gold of wine. <laughs> I, I go, thank you for, thank you for assuming I have such knowledge and intelligence to suit you out specifically. Uh, I, although... I am a great minotaur as it is. You're practically a scholar by your people's standards. Indeed. I merely, I do not know who you are, but I see by your gown and I see by the voluptuous beauty that it brings that her eyes you... crawl, her eyebrows crawl straight into her hairline and, and she's looking at you and she like, kind of like, she's like, so, all right, now we got to ask this question. You called her a voluptuous beauty. Where are you? Are you looking at her eyes or face or like, where is Chuck Angus looking? I got to ask. I'm sorry. Chuck Angus is, is looking at her directly. Making eye contact. Making eye contact. I want to make your roll for that, but it's going to be. I, I will. <laughs> what do you want to roll? <laughs> I don't know. Like Chuck Angus does not. Have what do you, like, what do you roll for self-control? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, well, no, I don't want to ask this question. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm so sorry. No, no, I mean, I'll, I'll let you know. Chuck Angus doesn't <laughs> view anyone as sexual, but he does acknowledge beauty. Okay. He acknowledges standing. He acknowledges power in whatever sense that it is. So, like, this woman, this being, like, and her presence, her, like, what she presents, what she, like, just shines. He acknowledges that she is a woman of stature. She is a woman of power. And he respects that. He acknowledges that her her garment, like you said, it's rainbowy. It's, like, very extravagant. He acknowledges that that's money. That's class. That's, like, high standing. So he respects that. And through all of this, he knows, Chuck Angus knows, Beastmen aren't really looked unfavorable. So he's kissing ass a little bit of like, yo, 
I know you're something special. I can tell you're beautiful, even without them telling me that you're something special. You're beautiful. You're special. I'm gonna treat you something nice. If she asks, I'll say, the people who are in charge of me, like, whatever. Clearly, I have to ask Ash for permission. He's having a good time. I'm allowed to have a good time. I will extend that good time to her because she seems important. I want to be. This is rambly. What What do you want to do here? What are you trying to do here? I'm trying to have a good time. You're literally just trying to chatter up and drink. Yes. Okay. You guys go through several glasses of wine. I'm not trying to bone her. I didn't think you were. I didn't think you were. I just, she called her voluptuous. Like, that's a lot for, like, a high-class standing lady in a medieval society. You practically eye-fucked her. Like, I'm just saying, your words were weird and chosen weirdly. No, no, again, Chuck Angus is used to seeing people as a piece of meat. She is voluptuous. I didn't ever say she was voluptuous. I'm just going to point out that, like, no, at no point was my description ever at any time describe anything. I'm just... As the DM, I feel the need to point that out. I'm just... No, that's fine. (laughs) The grandeur of her outfit added to her overall voluptuous of standard and great. Yeah, she doesn't take you super seriously, but at the same time, she's like, she's kind of like, her eyebrows are going to crawl into her air, and she says, uh, uh, I appreciate this, but I've had really long of chasing my friend around and making him do things that he really so if you would appreciate if you are here to kill me can we just go outside and get done of it oh lady if you want to have a uh, test of strength I am more than happy to abide I love test of strength alright then you come on outside let's go that's only if you want to. I am not looking for it. Mm, she Whoa. She's going to down uh, her cup of wine, and then she's going to uh, throw out her, uh, her uh, things, and she says, well, you've challenged me now, and I'm half convinced you are some sort of Asian alliance that wants this alliance of uh, governments and such to fall apart. Of course, let's be honest, Taga was always uh, neutral in our war with King Bargul, uh, do you have some lasting ephemeral love for the orcs? Your strength, your strength armbound, half brain dead brothers, I suppose. I, I finish whatever glass I have left and I go, Milady, I am more than happy to finish the rest of this bottle with you in pleasant conversation. And yet you have How challenged I- me and chosen not to speak fairly. You are clearly not here on good terms, and I must ask you to step outside, sir. Milady, I apologize if my interactions came askew. I am but a mentor. I applaud strength, uh, shows of strength and combat above <laughs> I anything. to show you my strength in spades, sir. You will die with such wondrously. <laughs> I promise. How about we do not duel to the death, but duel for the <laughs> remainder of this fat bottle? Are you chicken? I am not chicken, lady. It All appears right. that you were just unwilling to face me in a contest of arms to the death. Is the profound 
favor of the Minotaur, so behest to suggest that your virility and manliness and strength in the combat arts is so great, and yet you would not face a waifish woman down a contest of skill. Milady, if you can guarantee that my... Uh, comrades are not held responsible. I will gladly fight you to death. Oh, in you are certainly be the only one that is held responsible for this. Then let us duel. <laughs> Follow oh my God. me. <laughs> and she is going to lead you out into in front of the tavern. And she's going to... Uh, Do we happen to see them leave, Scree and I? Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, you do. That's a thing that happens. Okay. So Kings is going to either fuck or fight, one of the two. Uh, Doesn't surprise us. It's a twin cost to which one it is. <laughs> she's going to turn around and say, she's like, do you have any expectations for this duel? Any rules? I expect this to be enjoyable. <laughs> It can't be that for you, sir. <laughs> I say as I like, like, like stretch and like get warmed up. Like I rub my horn suggestively and going, this is going to be much pleasurable. All right. Roll initiative. Much pleasurable. Oh, buddy. Oh. Damn it! What? Your initiative was like one more than me. Oh, was it your initiative? Yeah, so she goes first. And, uh... By one! <laughs> I bow and let her take it the first move. Okay, she's gonna up... How noble. She's gonna upcast Disintegrate. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> my god! Okay, uh... Yeah, uh, you need to make a DC 19 dexterity saving throw, and she's gonna upcast it to a level 19. She's gonna upcast it to a ninth level spell. Yeah. DC 19 dexterity? Yep. Oh, uh, Chuck is gonna die. Dude, you fuck, man. Uh, you fail. Chuck died. You take 101 damage, and your body is disintegrated. Chuck is dead. Uh... I don't think that means you get death saving throws next turn, does it? Yeah. We can't nope. even we can't revivify him either. You can't revivify him. There are literally no pieces. All right, Chuck, man, Chuck is gone. She, uh, we should have intervened. I gotta, so hold on. They shut up. So, Chuck, you find your body buried in a pile of something, and you you can't. Uh, you almost, you, it's like you're buried in stuff. You're trying to force your way out. You still have movements and you still feel pain and you, you begin to slide upwards and, uh, and you extend out and you see there's a hole in the distance with a, a tunnel of light that you plow through and you pull out into the top of the tunnel of light and you look around and you see Lady Sejanus and you see her voluminous robes expand into giant wings and they take off as she flies away. Uh, and you are sitting on top of a pile of ash and you look around, but you don't have hands or your traditional horns. You realize that you have tentacles and you realize that you 
the consciousness of Chuck Angus is inside the thing that you consumed in your eye earlier. And you are on the you are a nymphoid or or consumed in my eye? Yeah, you the thing that you put in your in your ear. The Zelix baby. Yeah. Okay. And so now your consciousness is inside the Zelix baby on the pile of the ashes of your disintegrated body. Okay. What the fuck? I have a little worm. <laughs> cool. With a huge ego. <laughs> yeah, gigantic, dude. I just, I, I told you it was like a level 20 character and you were just like, I'm going to challenge her to combat. <laughs> Chuck Angus at this point was drunk and she was going for him. Sure. That is how this goes. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's all for this time. What? Uh, <laughs> Chuck Angus is officially dead. We don't even know about it. Chuck Angus is not dead. So the question now is, is the consciousness of the worm, did it consume your consciousness and continue to exist? Your consciousness feels continuous and that you now feel that you're in the body of the worm. So it's really like a philosophical, metaphysical question whether Chuck Angus is alive or not. And also whether or not Scree and Ash are still alive or whether the worms consumed their consciousness and now they're just meat puppets being driven around by the consciousness is subsumed by the worms. We're all connected. (laughs) We're going to assume that it's not that. (laughs) Well, we have to. Wait till you die. We'll find out. Well, I didn't find I didn't see that reveal happening at least another six sessions, but whatever. Thanks. Thanks, Chuck Angus. Holy shit. <laughs> he was this was Chuck Angus flirting with this woman at the bar. OK, <laughs> that's your that's flirting. Your flirt? That's your flirting. You say you weren't trying to bang. Make up your mind. <laughs> well, she came on to me with Mortal Kombat. Well, she did Chuck not. Angus How was, is that coming she, on? She, she you literally specifically you? fight flirting. She literally challenged you to death. <laughs> like, she did. She challenged. <laughs> oh my god, dang it. She posted the We Are Worms thing from. Uh, that's yeah, that's Hercules. perfect. That's perfect. All right. That's perfect. Okay. From everyone here at the Pen and Paper Pod, uh, this has been Scree, the Kinku Rogue, played by Trevor Flynn. Bye. This has been Ash Fallbright, the half elf sorcerer, played by Tanner. What the fuck, man? <laughs> and it's Chuck Angus, the uh, Mind Flayer Worm, played by Edwin. <laughs> Let's see if I roll my second character next week. Now the question is, do you put the worm in somebody else's ear? <laughs> <laughs> no, the second character will not have the worm. That's okay. We'll, we'll deal with it next week. We'll see what you guys do. Or is with. Chuck Angus still alive? I think like- I, I, I consider the character Chuck Angus to still be alive in the form of the worm. That's fine. <laughs> she challenged me to Mortal Kombat and he rolled bad. Chuck Angus did what there, he was look, supposed I'm just to gonna do. Put, said no. I'm just going to say that. You could have just like begged off, but she challenged your manhood and I just knew all I had to do, she had to challenge your manhood and you would not walk away. Cause just- Chuck Angus got really enticed by that. He was not looking to bang when this started. But when she was like, I, I even dropped the hint that it was like a level 20 character. What the fuck? No, you're right. No, no. <laughs> that was not disregarded. But this voluptuous being. She's not voluptuous. I never said. I just, for the record, 
Chuck has said voluptuous like five times. Chuck, has, Chuck decided Chuck that she's no, voluptuous. Right. I never described any character based on their breast size. I'm just saying. It's just for the fucking record. Again, as I said, Chuck Angus saw her her clothing, her demeanor, and everything, and assumed that she had power and presence, and, you know, she was someone. So that was something voluptuous to him she had power she was power incarnate and then she wanted a show of strength bro that is flirtation to the t for chuck angus and he died because of it he didn't die you're just a worm yeah we don't even know what happened to him Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. he's just in a uh, pile of ash outside. There's just, I assume we hear like a bang and go outside. You guys this. have a diamond. You see like a like a Voldemort style flash of green light through the windows, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it smells like burgers on the grill. Yeah, no, <laughs> no not so in a great tasty. Way. That's the sad thing. It's like you, you just got disintegrated. You, no one's even going to be able to eat you for like you know. No one wants to eat yeah. ash. You're, you're a pile of dust. All right. Yeah. From everyone here at the at uh, the pen and paper pod, and by extension, uh, the Tuscan Shed Media Network. Uh, thanks for listening. Check out our website, thetuscanshed.com. You can head on over there and check out all our other podcasts, including the Movie Gang Podcast, the Animania. I'll check out all those things while you're there, and then head on over to, uh, I guess, Twitter and uh, uh, Twitter and. Uh, facebook where we're both we're at at pen and paper you can see all our other materials there i'm going to be posting maps of novera i'm going to be posting for free the void prison maps and also this maps of the orc watchtower so you guys can pull those for your own campaigns i'll put notes up as well that you guys a lot of material from all these stuff so that you guys can steal uh liberally because that's what i do i steal from better dms and i appreciate it though i have made all these maps by hand from dungeon draft other than the fact that uh, uh the two of them thinks we did not get to that i want to go ahead and put out to the community thank you because i had a song recorded uh by a uh, a person on fiverr and i'm forgetting her name and i'm so sorry because i wanted to put out a thank you to her for recording the song uh, abby strickland thank you so much for recording that fiverr song that was uh, amazing we'll play it next week so it won't be played this week because uh they were much slower and uh i did not expect chuck angus to pick a death wish uh, how did you not expect that you challenged his manhood yeah, I don't get. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna engage. Uh, this is the second of your characters I've killed, technically. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I know you hate me. I don't hate you. I love you very much. Uh, that's the only reason. The line between hate and love is very thin. Jack. It's like the same thing. That's life. Indeed, hate and love combined together. Maybe this will be a theme of this campaign. I don't know. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> from everyone here at the Pin and Paper Pod, one last time. Thanks for listening. That was not.